Welcome back to another episode of the Mythic Giraffe Podcast. I am Chris. I'm Ron. Oh, I'm supposed to do that part. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Kerry. Hey, we're all back together. Uh, there's three of us again. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the show where we ask Mr. Wismer here why he wants to be the Delaware State Delegate. So, <sighs> okay, sir, what is your platform? No, I don't want to run Delaware. So, you run Delaware. No, I said no, we didn't say the governor. Right ahead there, didn't you? Well, no, I, you know I've been really thinking about that, but my political views in my states line up pretty well, so I'm not fixing anything by running in my state, right? Like that doesn't. Hmm. Well, but somebody's got to do the work and keep yeah. the you know because we've seen the creep of the you know of some of the they popping up all over the place. It's there's some wild stuff going on. No. Well, I mean, Louisiana. Louisiana just, was something, wasn't just it? Just elected a Democrat as a governor, and reelected, didn't they? They reelected the yeah, guy. and he ran because he had the spe- They had the special, mm-hmm. yep. and then he. Well, they think this is his first real yeah. election, right? Yeah, and the Kentucky. So he, have they? He I, he conceded. Uh, he finally conceded okay. with the canvas, which I didn't think he was going to do. I thought right. he was going to drag that into the court. Yeah, I thought that was going to be a a real problem. Yeah, I did too. It would amaze me when I first saw that. You were right to politics, although I guess that's my fault. That's so. <laughs> yeah, fine. So. But, yeah, I, I, um, I don't want to run a dollar. I don't know. You got to run somewhere. There's pedestrians. You got to run. You got to run somewhere. There's you don't right. want to run in Jersey. There's trails to run. I have started actually running again. Why? Who's chasing you? Uh, my feet are feeling good. I'm, I'm running again. Yeah. Well, that'll get them to not feel good anymore. Yeah. No, I feel it's Are you doing the barefoot running? No. No, but I, a friend of mine, he's got the weird toe yeah, shoe yeah, things. Ah, no, don't like him. I don't like him. So my first run, like feet. I haven't run in, I don't know, it's been a year since because my injury. So my first run, I, it's like 12 degrees outside. Yeah. I put my hoodie on. I put my little beanie. My, I have a running beanie. My pants, my sweatpants on, and get my shoes all the way up. Hopefully, you have pants. Do you match them up with granimals? Yeah. Okay. So then I step out of my front door. I'm doing my walk up. I always walk for like five minutes yeah. and start running. And here comes my neighbor, who is eight. four foot eight. No, she's oh. my age. She's going to Delaware for a doctor. Okay. Um, she's four foot eight, skinny as a rail, wearing shorts, mm-hmm. t-shirt, yeah. and a baseball cap. And she's running by me. I was like, well, that's a little disheartening. So <laughs> so you throw in the part about the doctorate. Is there like a height requirement on the doctorate in Delaware? Yes. No, I was just talking about her age. Oh, okay. She's getting... You must be this tall to, to prescribe your doctorate. <laughs> yeah, no, she's my, she's my age. Um, and she's... So I, I ran intervals because I'm not quite back to yeah. running form yet. And she did 16 miles. Oh, so I, she's getting ready to do a hundred mile marathon. Oh, she's one of those people. She's one of those people. Uh, Do ultra they understand runners. What happened at the end of the marathon that kicked the whole <laughs> yeah, thing no, off? Nobody I mean, remembers that part. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the guy the comes guy in, died, dead. Uh, <laughs> he made that's it. My brother-in-law, where he runs these ultra marathons, he's like, oh yeah, you know, some guys they take their shoes off and their skin's like sloughing yeah, off their yeah. foot. Oh, like, your nipples no. bleed. Your nipples no, bleed. That's that, a thing. Uh, well, you said that a lot of guys like they get to the point they're running and running and running and they're like. You know, they get so tired, and their body's just like, I'm done. They shit themselves and stuff. Right. No. Yeah, so, no. Uh, Do you know what? what if actually, I have anal leakage because I'm running, there's an issue. They're probably, uh, I was telling you about this book I was reading, The Winter Fortress, mm-hmm. about all these Norwegians running around in the Norwegian wilderness, getting to places where the Nazis weren't yeah. expecting them to be. These guys, I mean, talk about marathons and ultra marathons. 
They, they had one one guy's getting away with the. You remember the whole thing about this? It's a there's a heavy water plant and they got to blow it up. They blow it up yeah. and then they all they scatter. Okay. And this one guy, he he goes off on his own. He's a wilderness guy. He goes off on his own and he's skiing for about twelve hours. Just got to get away from Germans. Well, and anyway, that's a good motivation. Oh, oh, it gets better. <laughs> well, yeah. So he he bumps into the Germans. Germans. So, so then they start, and there's a slow motion chase scene with three Germans, and you know, and so he loses all but one of them, and he's a big guy. And if he goes uphill, the guy falls behind, and if he goes downhill, he catches up. And they do this for another few hours until finally he like keeps going up, keeps going up. He's on top of a mountain. I've seen this and, Looney Tunes episode. And yeah, so he turns around, pulls his luger, and he shoots at the guy. Right, so this is after hours of this. So it, tell me when he shoots, it causes an avalanche or something. <laughs> yeah. No, well, but he guy, rides the avalanche down. So the, guy, the, the German guy pulls out his and goes ba 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 ba, and the guy was really smart. He skied into the sun, so the guy couldn't really make him out. So now he emptied his luger and he went, "Oh, bad at now." Now they're skiing down the hill, right? And he's going. He's going to get close enough. He's, he's catching on him, right? And he pops him, and he gets the guy, right? So now he's figuring that the other Germans are going to come up. So he's and skis off the side of a mountain. Oh my god! Hundred feet down, and he breaks his arm. And he skis another three hardcore, days. Hardcore. He's ski a full twenty-four hours more to get where he's going. Oh my god! And it, it gets even. He's lost fifty percent of his push. It gets, <laughs> it gets more wild from that. I mean, it gets even. He, he was he, going to the left. <laughs> he goes to some resistance like hut kind of thing, you know, where he knows there's a guy, and he knocks on the door, and who answers? Two Germans. <laughs> So he kills them both. Who, who doesn't know who the hell <laughs> is? Arm, <laughs> so, he's, you know, he said, "Ah, oh, you guys." So they really said, "Oh, you know, I was out hunting with a luger. All right, I was out hunting." So, so they say, "Well, why don't we bring you to town? You see the doctor. He, he, he has this cover story. They buy the cover story. They bring him into town to see the doctor. So the doctor fixes him up, and he goes to stay in this hotel. You can recuperate. And then, like the local Conrad Veed, like the big Nazi head guy, comes into the hotel. He's in." That's so, gotta be a movie. Yeah, but this it should be a movie. So, so it, and then okay, so he's like he's hurt. Let him stay in his room. So he's like, okay, I'm cool. I'm cool. So then, so German does what Germans do. They say, come sit at our table, lovely Norwegian women. So the two Norwegian women sit down that are in this hotel bar, yeah. and they proceed to insult the living crap out of this guy. It's just like we want no part of you, you Nazi scumbag. Who, of course, then goes, ah, oh, well, everybody in the hotel can come to the concentration camp. Oh so now this guy has gone from being okay to being loaded on a bus, and he knows that his paper... Poor bastard was just laid in bed. <laughs> so he, so they, they hike him off to this thing, and he goes, I can't go to this camp. They will figure me out. And he has all the details of just blowing up this yeah, heavy right. So he goes, this is the best part of the whole story. He goes, now he's been hiking around for, what, 36 hours. Yeah. He's, he's probably gotten very, very little rest. And he figures, if the bus stops, I'm going. With the broken arm. Right? So the guys, he's sitting between the two girls who had insulted the Nazi guy, and the Nazi, one of the Nazi guys comes back, and he wants to sit between the two pretty girls. So he says, you'll get up, go to the front of the bus. So goes to the front of the bus. Bus slows down, he hits the door, whoop, and out the door he goes, broken arm and all, right? So he runs across a field, and they're like, you know, it's like an Indiana Jones thing. I just imagine like, him running in ski boots, yeah. which is not fun. So he's got like a... a motorcycle and a sidecar ahead and one behind and everybody's got guns and da, da, da. there's a guy in the bus so he runs and he gets across the field and he hits a hedge that he can't get through right so it's now like he's a like a video game where so, you can't cross so the now he's like, hedge ah so he goes there's only one thing to do he turns around and he charges at them so now they're all like 
<laughs> so they throw a grenade, explodes behind him, and they're shooting at him, nobody's getting So he crosses the road in front of the bus, and he runs to the other side where he can see an opening in the thing. And he's running, and they're firing all over the place, and there's all this confusion, and then he feels it. He, right? Somebody chucks a grenade, and it hits him square in the back. Oh, my he God. He feels, boom. He goes, <gasps> he goes, I'm screwed. And he's still going, you know, arm and all. So it's a dud. It doesn't explode. <laughs> And he takes off into the woods and he gets away. Can you imagine explaining... Why isn't this a movie? <laughs> Why Can you a... imagine explaining that to your boss? Let me get this straight, boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me understand that the one guy that you shouldn't have had a broken arm and there are ten of you. And where is he? <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. We have nothing? Where's this? Uh, let me understand this well, now. I mean... You don't fuck with the Norwegians and Finns. No, no, I mean, apparently, apparently not. not. The Russians learn to their detriment to not fuck with the Finns. So, <laughs> so well, I tell you, they they blow up the yeah. they blow up the heavy water plant, and then when they get it back online, they bomb the heavy water plant. That was the Allies, mm-hmm. though. And then when they decide maybe we should put this the production of this into the into Germany, they're going to load all the heavy water onto a boat and and sail across it, like, and they blow up the boat. It's like. Probably a bad idea. And to then this group. the British invade <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, the Norwegians, they just leave the Norwegians yeah. alone long enough to get irritated and take them out. Yeah. So when Michael Bay makes the movie, the avalanche will be in it. Right. Jump on a caribou to run away. Oh, man, yeah. All kinds of stuff. Now I'd love to see the Michael Bay explosion because they're oh, describing right. the oh, explosion yeah. when oh. they finally blew the thing up. It was like you expect this big explosion, and they said it was like because the things behind were right. you know, sixteen inches of concrete. Yeah. So they're like, here it goes. He goes. Is that it? <laughs> there is a movie about this, uh, about them blowing up the heavy water plate. I don't remember what it was called, uh, but it doesn't talk about that. I can remember there was no scene of the guy yeah. escaping and getting Oh, yeah. That's the, the best movie. He had a broken arm. I mean, yeah. the guy's arm is broken and he's still out fox wow. on these guys. I mean, talk about tough, but these guys, they're talking about being out on the beat in like this Norwegian winter in with just nothing. Right. Their, T-shirt, you know, yeah. shorts, like Sorry, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We're tough people. We are not tough people. We are not tough well, people. I can always tell when I went to SU the people who were from the southern states and the people from the northern states. So this time of year, the people from the northern states, so you said they're walking around like t shirt or shorts and a hoodie or something. Right. And then the people from like Florida, they've got, you know, parkas and snow pants and everything. They're, uh, it's like it's, they're walking it's, around it's with 40, one of those kerosene heaters in yeah, front of them. Going, it's 45 degrees. It's okay. I went to the fire academy in October one time, and most of the people from the class were in. We're from Florida. Yeah. And it snowed because it's the hill. I mean, it's yeah. up in the mountains of west of central PA. And uh, <laughs> it's snowing and it's a little windy. And the guys are like, oh, my God, this is way worse than a hurricane. I said, oh, I thought hurricanes were bad. Yeah. Like, this is like a Tuesday, <laughs> people. You know? Yeah. And they're, like, huddling. They got, like, parkas oh, on. Them. So good. <laughs> as long as it's not windy, I'm good. Yeah, it's the wind that gets me. Wind gets a little rough sometimes. Yeah. It was a little windy. But, yeah, day. if it's. It could be 10 degrees. If there's not wind out, I could go out in a sweatshirt. But it better be warm when I take a poop. Really didn't need to Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want your cheeks to stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, That's the worst. Anyway, well, that was my yeah. book report. And I that recommend no, Winter I, Fortress. It's, I, evidently, yeah. That's, it's, a great, it's, it's a great book. So I'm, I'm still rereading the Harry Potter books. I'm in the fourth? Third, fourth. I don't know. Goblet of Fire. It's actually... It's a lot different than the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like my wife, she was like, oh, just wait. She said, this book is when the two go, Whoop. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like a 
third of the way through. I, I was like, wonder if this Martin, wasn't in there. Yeah, I wonder if Martin's going to rewrite his ending to be a lot different from. Oh, well, he's already he said would, he was. He yeah. would. Uh, he would have to write the book. <laughs> it's fair. And I don't believe that he has. <laughs> He's working on all these other little side projects. Yeah. Trying to think what I'm reading right now. I currently, I just finished a book, on, a biography book on, not all the Civil War leaders, but a, a large chunk mm. of the Civil War oh, what, leaders. What is it called? Civil War leaders. Civil War leaders. <laughs> That's <laughs> a very was clever it? title. What's it, it about? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was actually really good. Um, it went, covered a lot of, I mean, it covered the Grant and the Lee, mm. but it also covered... Sure. Bedford Forest and mm. Custer and Pleasanton. Oh, yeah, there was a whole section on Longstreet. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, I talked a lot about there after the war. Which, which one was it? The Beak Nose was at Gettysburg up on the hill. Which guy oh, was that? Beak Nose. Yeah, there Ooh. was a big thing. He looked like that was, they called him Birdman or something. On oh. Gettysburg, on Roundtop? <laughs> yeah. Well, not Trump? on Roundtop, not on Roundtop, but he was up on, he, he was up on one of the... Meade? I mean, he was in command of No, I think you're right. No, I think it was Meade. He was in command of Gettysburg. Uh, yeah, so... Anyway, so yeah, no, that sounds like an interesting book. read that. I finished, or I'm finishing a book on the Anglo-Saxon warfare right now. Hmm. I'm, worked on, I'm working on an 8th century Viking book right Good now. Lord. I don't know how you read so and many then, books at once. I, hmm. Oh, I'm still finishing... You just put them in different rooms. Yeah. You know, yeah. right now we're reading Fahrenheit 451 again, which was well, good fun. Reading Saladin. Yeah. I forgot to bring Cat's yeah. Cradle for you. Yeah. yeah. Brianna reads like How three will he books find at his time. I know. Yeah, that, how will he find his... I'm telling you, that book changed my life. So, right. a, a lot of people feel that way about it. Right. Vonnegut was, I mean, he was, that was a real, we don't have anything like that now. Vonnegut's such an interesting uh, person to me because, you know, fights in the war, Goes through, maybe for somebody who fought in the war as short as he did, maybe the most traumatic mm. experience in the war. Yeah. Comes out of the war, hates the military. I mean, clearly from reading his books, he yeah. hates the military and authoritarianism, and then writes these amazing books that are just. Yeah. I mean, mm. the Cat's Cradle. I think it's not a long book. It's yeah, 150 it's, pages. Oh, wow. A little bit longer than that. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, that's it's, it's a, a small book. Yeah, we don't have writers like that today. You know, well, we, have we do, but that's the thing. I think writer. we do, but there's just so much out there. I mean, anybody can publish something online or something, and it's just, yeah. it, it's it's like everything else. You've got to weed through so much, I hate to say it, garbage to yeah. find little things here and it's there. Also, we don't have philosophers anymore. I was thinking, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like, we have opinionators. But, but yeah. you know, um, for for recorded human history, and I'm sure before that there were philosophers, but recorded human history, starting, you know, with the ancient Greeks, we have this rich, I'm going to say Western tradition of mm -hmm. philosophers all, all the way up they, until... They had a couple in the East, too. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So that's why I'm, yeah. I'm not as versed with the East, but I'm saying we have a rich Western tradition of philosophers. The problem with the East is, from my understanding, is they have philosophers up until a certain point, and then it's pretty much been stagnant for quite a while. Is that where we are? But that's where I'm thinking we're at, because mm -hmm. we haven't really, the last ones you can really name, what's the last philosopher you can name? Socrates. <laughs> I was going to go with, you know, something a little more contemporary to that. Huey Lewis. And, I mean, even, I mean, you could say Vonnegut, I think, could even get yeah. away, but he's not... He's not a philosopher, but he's a philosophical no. writer. Other right, than that. yeah. But, 
Yeah, but I just look, I don't know, I just look at it mm-hmm. and there's, you know, you look at, you have Asimov, you have Bradbury, you have Vonnegut, you have, you know, a real 1950s, 1960s into the 70s. You really had a tremendous, like, post-war, you know, just, it was an amazing time for the writing of science fiction and ideas and all like that. And then now I'm not, I mean, the mechanism to publish big still exists, mm-hmm. but I just don't know. Well, now if you're not Crichton, well, he's not doing anything anymore since he's dead, but, you know. It does slow him down. It slows him down, but, yeah. you know, if you're not the Crichton or the King or the Rice. Even Crichton stuff mm-hmm. wasn't, I mean, Andromeda Strain was good. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jurassic Park. It wasn't. Jurassic Park. Jurassic, what it wasn't, it wasn't. It's not. I mean, it was the moral story, like, don't tinker with nature. Okay. Yeah, sure. We got it. Andromeda Strain was good science fiction, but it wasn't. Yeah. What, what did it advance? What did it. Congo. You know. They, I'm not they saying were, the they, they were rollicking good tales, but what did yeah. they actually? We we, we switched from that idea of <clears throat> books are supposed to have meaning to books yeah, are make just it fun. Think. Right, they're fun. Yeah, yeah. Right. you know King's books, I, I, and I love Stephen King. I think he's well, a, he's horror. I mean, he's I mean he's a fantastic writer, right. but he's, he's not got a point. He's yeah. I mean, yeah I'm not I'm not fighting a lot of vampires these days. Yeah, I, he's, I've tried, but you know I, I'm out of the game. I got months. the shoulder injury. Yeah, he's in a kind of different different. But really, who? Who are the guys who make you think? I mean, the closest probably you've come, and it's kind of a on the nose thing, is, is probably Hunger Games. You know, I mean, and even that uh, was that was bad writing. I tried that book. I read it. The and first one I read all of. So them. The, the the problem for me though is like, okay, but I guess the difference now is you had a great concept with Hunger Games, and then you just turned it into a commercial product that was just <laughs> sure. junk. Yeah. You know, the first one, it wasn't written great, but yeah. I was like, okay, the yeah. The concepts are cool, right. what yep. you're trying to play with, but really you're just you're stealing Japanese anime from the eighties because Battle Royale <laughs> already existed. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um but the the concept was cool, yeah. but then it was just human morality and all that. Yeah. I mean Harry Potter doesn't advance the world. No. No. Game of Thrones. It's a fun I will say Martin has some pretty cool themes but everybody ignores them. You if, know if the White Walkers had won we that don't know how the book is going to work. Yeah, but. that would have made it brilliant. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that to me, if the White Warriors yeah. had won, and it's just it's all of them. Mm-hmm. And you know, my little side thing on that is that the only people who escape are Tyrion and Brianna Tarth, and they go to the Iron Islands where they can't cross the water and they repopulate the world. Yeah. That would be one with middle but, range people. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's middle height. There you go. But um, oh, yeah, fair to we took a but, we yeah. took a tall and a middle, a small one, and yeah. a middle. But yeah, now if, if the White Walkers had won, then then that would have been something. That's but, math. Yeah, that's that is math. <laughs> that's but, how math works. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, two thirds the father side, a third. You have in the early 1900s, you have Tolkien, right? Mm-hmm. Tolkien starts for me. Tolkien starts modern mm-hmm. modern writing. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, the Inklings and and you know you C.S. Lewis. He was a very uh, religious yeah. philosopher. Sure, and but Tolkien built this world and does all of those things. And well, yeah. I mean, look at ninety percent of fantasy; it's based on Tolkien. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ninety. I, I would 90, say there's not 98? a single fantasy book that's come out that <laughs> that doesn't have some element of right. him in it because yeah, he yeah. did invent a lot of the right. you know the, the tropes that we all know. Yeah, that we accept. We think that were forever, but right. they were his. Yeah, right. And and you know, good for him. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, he gets and then it. you get to the forties and fifties, and you got Vonnegut, you got Bradbury, and you got Asimov, and then. The optimism of America changes, maybe. Hmm. Well, and we you just can, stop 
carrying something? Here's an interesting thought for you. In, in, I get you still got Orson Card, right? I haven't really read much of him, but he's the it's uh, Ender's Game, right? Ender's so Game, yeah. Okay. But there, there was. I watched the one of the series on um, Vietnam War, one of the big long ones. It might have been Ken Burns. I'm not sure who it was, but anyway, and. They said that the, when we found out what we had, the government had done during Vietnam, it broke the trust. Oh, yeah. And Nixon that and was Vietnam. when the pivot in American psyche happened. And maybe that's when our optimism of the post-World War, hey, man, we we fought them off and we can do great things mm-hmm. and we can build bigger things. And, and you know, there was everything was on an upswing. I mean, oh, yeah. Our I mean, economy and we were... We were building a new world and all these things, and in the seventies, stagflation and stagnation, and in you, the eighties, we just kind of turned inward and became very <clears throat> self-absorbed. If you're reading world. Asimov, you're reading his idea of what the future is going to go to, right? Like you're, yeah. he's building a world to of optimism. He's building a world of oh, there's going to be a future. Mm-hmm. You read pop culture That's now. <laughs> pop culture now is is. The world's ending. Yeah. Right? What's popular now? Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead. You know yeah. the the Hunger Games. The um, yeah, it's all everybody it, writes. It's the, all the world's ending. Yeah. Well, our yeah. own work is apocalyptic, but our own world is supposed to be well. This is not an apocalyptic world, but this is just the way the world is now. Right. Uh, you know, we we are we get along pretty well. We are cynical about things. Well, I don't know. We get along pretty well. <laughs> no, I'm saying in our in the work in the cataclysm. In the, no. Oh yeah, yeah, cataclysm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. I don't. I. I wouldn't say cataclysm has an uplifting tone to it, though. Right. I mean, I, I didn't get that sense out of your book that you were really. Saying, no, I don't think. I think you're right. I think in the first book, not so much. Yeah, you know, so, like I said, people are just kind of getting along with right. you know, like this uh, is the way it is. This, this is, is the world I live in. This is the world I live in, and not getting better. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and status quo. Even the Harry Potter books don't have a really uplifting. No. 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 Well, they're. I mean, they are. Mm-hmm. England at war. Sure. You know, yeah. so they, that, that's the, the kind of vibe there. But, you know, and that's the thing about Tolkien is Tolkien was writing his book, you know, with World War One. Mm. You know, he was still very optimistic for the future, right? The whole yeah. idea is like, hey, we're going to win this war and yeah. the world's going to be better. Yeah. But yeah. that's not the world we write for In, anymore. Uh, yeah. You know, and well, I mean, Vonnegut's not very... But then, then it becomes the question that do you have to have the blowout for people to start to feel look for optimism again? Like if you're comfortable, you're well fed, and all those things. Uh, somebody who's genuinely gone through horror in their life doesn't read horror and doesn't watch horror. Hmm. You know, so we have people who've had an enormously comfortable time of it, who are now drawn to these things like Walking Dead, who are drawn to things hmm. that are tragic and cataclysmic. I always think like we're all gamers, and we all know yeah. that trope that these young gamer game design he killed his wife and child. Nobody who has a wife and child would write that. Yeah, right. But if you never, you know, that's what you think is dramatic like that. But if you've genuinely been through it, is that what it takes to get a society optimistic again? Is to go through tragedy. So we could get into some real deep philosophy here, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Is Not the, after a 40-hour week, we can't. <laughs> you know, is, is the ending of the Roman Empire, like, what's the writings coming out of that, right? Like, those people were not feeling good about things. Right. So, are we at that point where we're just so decadent that well, we're not hungry for anything anymore? We're not, 
we don't care about space. We don't. Yeah, we no, don't. that's true. We have. We, you are absolutely uh, right there. We have lost that passion for exploration and for learning. Yeah. They've they've just gone out and where is it? Ohio. Now they've said that if you if you religiously believe that the answer was correct that you gave but scientifically wrong, you're okay. Wow. I mean, gravity doesn't stop working because you disbelieve in it from a religious standpoint, right. whether it be Hinduism or whatever else. Right. So you, you know, so... Well, did you see all the people that are... It's not all people, but I'm sure it's a fair group that there's a space object, asteroid, meteor... I can't remember which. I yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, but it's like the size of... Are you talking about the one that went by already? Well, but no, yeah. It's a, it's but I think it, it's out it's, there still. So it's, it's on its way. Oh, the one. Yeah. Like, oh, you know... Did they call it like the visitor? Something like that. Yeah. But it, it's oh, uh, it's a glo- yeah exactly. <laughs> but it's a it's a global killer. When it hits, go do this and that. And yeah. NASA was like, um, there's a ninety nine point nine 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 eight percent chance it's going to miss. Yeah. So we're pretty good. Yeah. You know, and it's oh no, it's going to hit. It's going to hit. It's like yeah. science has shown that well, there's less than a you know yeah. millionth percent it's going to hit. If you and look, it's a, it's a, oh, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I don't want to get too critical here, but you look at post-Roman, let's say post-3rd century Roman times to about, let's say the 1500s, you know, after the Black Plague finally runs its course, you have people in the Western tradition, this is very clear, the Western tradition, who are just always looking for the world to end. Right, that's what they're always preparing because the world's going to end so then, do this. we need the big <clears throat> challenge? Like, we need the war, but we need to come out of it on the other side. Of it. We have the big challenge right now. We're just ignoring it. Okay. We've got a several I, big challenges. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? Are you well, talking about the governmental one that we have here in the United States? The global one that we have? I would say the global one. Global, where, where we're so. going to kill, conservatively, 30% of our population are yeah. going to die. I am or be negative I'm truly curious how when the guys who study this stuff, and have no other agenda other than informing people, say, we have entered the sixth extinction. There have been five others. They did not go well for the people who were there at the time <laughs> or the organisms. And people ignore <laughs> that yeah. is That's like you know putting a gun to the head, cocking it, and people going like, would you like tea? But what can you do? <laughs> would you like that? Yeah. You know, well, that, that's, you got to look. I, I always think about that. Like, the normal person can't do anything. We have lost... Um, for Americans, I'm going to speak just for Americans, because that's my, obviously my milieu, this is what I know. We've lost all control over everything. Corporations run our country. True. We, we have, yeah. you know, we're now technically in Blade Runner, because Blade Runner started in 2019 on November the 1st, right? Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. So I we didn't even think about that. But we have now entered the age of the corporation where they control everything. Blade Runner is probably closer. I'm not take out the Android stuff, but where the corporations have ruined the Earth, mm. and nobody can stop them. You oh, know, no. and we're we've now reached that point in this country of ours where, see, but the thing with the corporations ruining the Earth here's here's I mean, I got to go Peter Quill there. You know, why do you want to save the universe? Because I'm one of the idiots that live here. Sure, corporations yeah. ruining the Earth. They live here. But they're doing it. Yeah. They are. You're absolutely they're, right. They are. But at some yeah, point. As long as they line their pockets, they're fine. You know, and I think back, like, I, I did my MBA back in the 1980s, and I, I was raised with this philosophy of the short-term return, shareholder is king, and all like that. But that's not how it always was. You know, in a time before, they were like, corporate citizenship is important. 
You know, you have to be part of your community. You have to be a good steward. And we changed it up, and then it starts in the business schools. Like today, they can say, you know what, we need to we need to turn the spigot off on that thinking. But why? Why? What is the motivation for them? When at this point, people are becoming CEOs of these corporations, and not only are they making millions of dollars a year, mm -hmm. but they're getting millions of dollar bailouts from the government. They're getting millions of dollar parachute, uh, yeah. you know, pension funds and all of these crazy. Yeah. There's always well, something wrong to guys. come up and be a scumbag. Right. There, there always yeah. is. There's always a scumbag waiting in the wings. There is. But at some point, the light has to go on to say, like, you know what? This could be not so good. And sure. And it, Hasn't it's yet. not always got to be this way. There are changes in in national tenor. If you will, you know where people go. Like you know what, this 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 is not working out. And I'm gonna throw this out there because this is a real world example of this. Uh -oh. uh, Get yes your gloves ready, folks. Yesterday, literally yesterday, we go to the grocery store. Okay. Now on my crew, the first thing we did when we got there, or the first thing I did, is we bought reusable gar uh, grocery bags. Cool. Okay. Okay. We bought canvas reusable grocery yep. bags. They cost a dollar each. Yep. Doesn't cost us a lot of money, mm -hmm. right? We reuse them. Mm -hmm. So we have this volunteer riding. of them. I did that today. Hey. But we have a volunteer riding with us yesterday. These grocery bags are stupid. Why? I just, those little plastic bags are so cheap. I don't understand why you need reusable grocery bags. I said, well, do you, mm. do you throw your truck away every time you drive your truck? Do you throw your t-shirts <laughs> away every time you wear them? I don't understand your concept. Well, it's just stupid. I don't understand why you have these grocery bags. Because me using these grocery bags, admittedly, I'm not going to save the world. I, me using those grocery bags doesn't save the world. But if everybody uses grocery bags, mm -hmm. maybe we make a small percentage of the world better. And by the way, this volunteer is 17 years old, so yeah. has a God, lot he longer... He should be part of the ones that right, are like pushing A lot longer it. to look forward to yeah. on this earth than I do. Yeah. Right? And then I said... Do you realize why you have plastic grocery bags? Yeah, because they're they're disposable. I said no. The reason you have plastic grocery bags is because the oil companies figured out that they could use the waste oil product to make these plastic grocery bags. When I was a kid, they didn't exist. Yeah, you either had plastic, reusable or you had, um, paper or paper. You had oh, paper yeah. or reusable bags, and you had to make a book card, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, you did. Yeah, you know, and mm -hmm. they they pushed the corporations yeah. pushed this agenda of plastic grocery bags and now we have become this disposable culture where everybody wants yeah. just as he has his Dunkin Donuts coffee cup and straw I, I, I'm just saying I, yeah, uh, fair. Riley sent me a great <laughs> meme my, my youngest daughter sent me a great meme she she said something say, explain this to me when we talk about time travel everybody worries about going back and changing even the slightest thing a huge impact on the future <laughs> but nobody thinks doing something small today could change the future at all yeah you know, and we don't know. We actually don't know what you know what small thing. Like when we when we did Cataclysm, the first thing we did was a so small environment, like guy dropped a cup kind of thing, yeah. and it, it it set off this chain reaction of things. And that was the original beginning to it. But you know, things like that, like you took the opportunity and you educated the guy, and it was probably not yeah. at first. You don't never. But it's back there in his head now. Yeah, you plant the seed because anytime you say a to. Seventeen-year-old B is what they're thinking. You know, right. it's just the way it is. Right. So, but over time, Getting you know, like I said, steady pressure. You know, steady pressure, yeah. and 
Yeah, well, it, but in my household, my wife, my wife's mad at me, by the way. What'd you do? Because I, I, that's just selfish. <laughs> I made the decision to stop buying like seltzer water or stuff in plastic bottles. I, I just said to mm. stop buying plastic bottles. And yes, I have a cup. But I, I know. I, I just yeah, I see it. Time. Look at that. I, didn't have I am surprised that Dunkin' Donuts sells plastic straws. I am too. Um, I usually don't get straws at all, but mm. I need something to get my. Yeah, I'm driving a car. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. Do I have the look of judgment on my <laughs> face? Is. I did not. <laughs> oh, Chris is just openly judging him. Yeah. But, you know, she's like, shame. And she loves her hint waters or whatever that she yeah. buys. And now she's like, God damn it, now I can't buy hint water. I said, oh, I'm not stopping you from buying hint water. I just made a decision. It's part of my vegetarian, vegan thing. I've now mm. made this. I'm going super hippie. I get it. I've lost. I'm, Are you super or ultra? I don't know. Where Uber, I'm at. I don't know. Ultra. I don't know where I'm at anymore, guys. I'm lost. I don't know who I am anymore. I'm a third degree vegan. I uh, eat anything with a shadow. Yeah. <laughs> but I made this. It's a conscious decision that yeah. I'm having less environmental impact. And right. now my wife is like, I guess I gotta go buy a bottle with an infuser. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Right. I got one of the soda stream things. Did you? Yeah. So it's actually expensive. They are expensive, but I feel better about not putting but, those. And in the long run. The other thing I'm going to do, a buddy of mine who's bottling his own beer got a, a 50 pound, I don't know, it's a big CO2 tank anyway, mm-hmm. as opposed to those little ones. And he, right. There's an adapter you get on yeah. uh, Amazon, and right. you can hook up a huge, big CO2 bottle. I just have to figure out where I'm going to hide it. Nice. Right. Because if I just have outside, I just have a cylinder sitting in my kitchen, outside. my wife might not like it. Right. And I'm not telling people to stop eating meat, but I am telling yeah. you that meat. Production I had a is I before I came over. <laughs> you can judge me now. So. I did try having the other night. Environmental impact, right? Yes. Eating meat. Now look, we go meatless at least once, if not three times a week. And, and but the guys at work are like, we've had a conversation about it. And actually, one of the people I never thought would be even remotely reasonable was like, I do that. And I said, look, you want to go hunting mm-hmm. and you eat that meat? I don't care. That has Almost zero yeah. environmental impact, and probably is good for the environment because we've killed off everything that was going to kill that deer. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that's fine. You know, and, and if you're a farmer who's raising his own cows and raising your own pigs, and you have a small farm and you sell right. them on the the farm stand, all about it. You're also right. having a very little environmental impact. That is not what's killing the planet. It's the large scale. Yeah, the fact that we're keeping ground beef at three dollars a pound or whatever because we have a billion cows in texas being slaughtered that is yeah. what's causing environmental problems that's where i'm at in my world so i even took the step up and you see i composted the pumpkins this year so throw them away throw them out in the garden let them do their thing does it count as composting if i chuck them in the woods yes oh, sure okay. yeah i mean yeah i mean you're keeping it out of a landfill keep it out of a landfill so whatever yeah. you can do i yeah. mean delaware right now is having a crisis because i guess the landfill has now reached too tall, oh. so they have to like. So it's going to go what idiocracy. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you have those other places that it's the opposite, and they need to bring trash in right, like because Norway. the land. F- yeah. 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 But we well, always got the ocean. Just dump it in there. Come yeah. Away. I try not to. Trying to be better. Yeah. yeah. But small things. Those are yeah, small yeah. things. But the problem is, is I know, and this is the the part that breaks my soul. Is I know as little as I can do. Everything I do is being undone by a corporation. Yeah, a but billion it, times you're at least taking the step to do it because if nobody takes that step, then it just yeah. gets well, again, exponentially worse. You know, 
one person does it, man, maybe somebody, maybe this guy yeah. we were talking to. You maybe the kid goes, you know what, plastic, maybe that isn't such a bad idea. Right. Get a, you, know, thing. you never know what, you know, even people listening to this right now, you know, they may say, you know what, Kelly. I, I, can do, I can do a little bit better. We're even so crazy now that we bought the mesh, um, like vegetable bags, so we don't get the really get the plastic yeah. bag for vegetables. We are gone plus ultra. Wow, we are definitely nice. Uh, we buy local vegetables yeah. almost all the time. Yeah, we go to the farmers market. Yeah, over yeah. They have we will do that. Now I'm gonna be screwed in January because they close in January. So January to July. Does the one over by the Methodist Church close? It doesn't. Our hippie store doesn't close, but our mm-hmm. our, our good farmers market does. You get yeah. your hemp and all. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, <laughs> but. I'm a crazy person. I get it. But you know what? Plastic or reusable bags does not bother my day. It doesn't change my day even in the least. I Actually, I like it because I can carry more stuff in the bag. Sure. It does, but it's not like it inconvenienced me. <laughs> my wife hates it because there's that one bag that weighs 9,000 yes, pounds. Yeah. We, got, we have this bag that is probably six You're feet long. Yeah. And like you're, you're carrying it in like, God. But it's made for that because if it's like the one I have, it's like triple reinforced oh, yeah. stitching yeah. and yeah, mm-hmm. put a body That's in it. it. It's, uh, it's so you can bring half your cow home. Hey, hey, we're gamers. We're yeah. saving the planet because we're buying digital games. Boom, boom. It's true. I haven't, oh god, I haven't bought a physical game in a while. I, I, I haven't I bought, bought a physical game. But you know me, I used to be the physical game guy. You were the physical game guy. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys playing? Ball this order. is going to be a long. This is a hell of a riddle. Fall in order. As soon as I get home, fall in order. You haven't started it yet? When, when, when I have time? Uh, Friday. We were at the graduation. Not all day. We didn't get back till 5.30. Not in the morning. We left at <laughs> 6. Oh. This is like watching a comedy act. <laughs> oh. I thought you so met them there. No, I think they think they yeah. yeah. As soon yeah. as I get done with Borderlands, I'll do that. Yeah. I just got past one of the big bosses. What up? Like, you have to... It's fun to figure out, though. I gotta say, it was, it was a fun boss to figure out. Like, you're trying to pump it, damage into this thing with Borderland guns. You right. know, you see, uh, the numbers just keep coming out. That's the best part of Borderlands. Right. Oh, the right. numbers just yeah. keep flying out of the thing. And finally, you do the math. It's like, staying alive is actually how you beat that thing. Right, it nice. five different attacks. And Shoot. you just... As long as you don't take damage, you can shoot at your leisure. Right. So, it's always one of those nice, fun bosses where you're like, I always got, I always got... Yes, I got him! Phase two. Fa- what the hell do you mean, oh, phase yeah. two? Yeah. yeah, but the Fallen Order will be the rest of my week. God, it's so good. I know. So just good. check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Check Did it you out. pre-order? No, I don't need to. No, but look at digital. You can pre-order so it just automatically pops up. Like I'll go home. I, I have gigabit internet. I'll go home. I'll say, Fallen Order. I'll go take a poop. Fallen Order will be on my Xbox. <sighs> yeah. Hopefully the poop won't be on your Xbox. Hopefully not. No. So. Yeah. yeah, actually, the only thing I've pre-ordered, I, I do not pre-order games anymore. I did yeah. uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, man. I actually wrote Steam, and I asked I, them to take it out of my... I didn't want a refund. Just take it out. I bought it. Yeah. Just take it out of my library. It's an embarrassment. <laughs> I actually wrote that letter. I was like, nice. that has to be, hands down, the worst game. I mean, it, it took the crown it's, from... Uh, it's one. Yeah, it Secret of Silver Blades, which was a total piece of trash back in the day, but... But Duke Nukem Forever was the worst video game mm. in yeah. every way. The game design was piss poor. Yeah. The, the, the writing. mechanics was awful. The writing was awful. It was offensive. And look, I feel bad. There is somebody that really thought they were doing well with that. But sir or madam, 
No. You didn't. No. You, you, you didn't. <laughs> so hang your head in shame. Go go do something somewhere else. So, in Walmart. I think a lot of Nintendo games get passes. Oh, they for absolutely do. Because it's Nintendo. You know what looks like a bad game? What? I'm going to throw it out there. Dude. That's stranding. It <gasps> looks freaking terrible. It's. Well, don't know anything about it. So. Well, you know, nobody yeah. does. Yeah, not including the director writer. They have no freaking clue. <laughs> so it is. A movie. It's like the most Kojima game ever. But I, I heard an argument the other day, and it's it's definitely one of those. You'll either love it or hate it. There's no real middle ground with it. I honestly, and look, I'm a Kojima guy. I think I'll just I don't watch even some know of the players. Kojima is uh, Metal, Gear. Metal Gear. He, he did all the Metal Gear games. Metal oh, Gear, okay. Metal Gear Solid. All right, all right, but but. but on the Metal Gear games, they had a he had somebody telling him, "Let's not do all of your craziness. Let's zone the end or not half of your is that his other one? This is now his just yeah. I yeah. think I played up the he's be, two. It's become we in the the videos. This will be really long. Make it I don't know if it's a, but I don't know how much of a game it is or if it's more. It's a simulation. It's a it's, simulation. It's a, it's a political with, statement. Politi- yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a big like you know, Society has crumbled and. You're the last again. You're, yeah, you're the <laughs> last delivery guy. You're, you're seriously you're a delivery guy, delivering stuff to keep pockets in communication and up, and it's a social commentary. There's a stealth part, and this guy is crouching in the bushes, yeah. and he's got all these packages packed up on yeah. his backpack, and they're like 14 feet in the air, <laughs> and so you just see 14 feet of packages yeah. with a dude in the in the bushes. That works. <laughs> it's a Kojima game. Yeah. It, we, that my rigmarole now about this is we have built this cult of personalities around game oh, yeah. designers where like Kojima just gets a pass because he's Kojima and you know yeah. the guy from but, Gears, of, uh, Gears of War gets a pass because he's the guy from right. Gears of War. And I, like, but the whole Kojima thing, I look at it as like an independent film. That's not my cup of tea. Sure. Some people like that. Have at it. And I mean, Sony had to know going into this that they are not going to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but kind it's of. that... So, it's the worst game you ever played. I, I mean, for me, it was Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, hands down. It'll, it'll never be beat. I'm not going to that long. Worst game I ever played. Oh, I know. Go ahead. You're not going to like it. Go. No, you tell yours first. No, because I, I, I'm trying to think. Final Fantasy. <gasps> Which one? <laughs> Any of them. <gasps> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I've only played... Get them? out! Oh, wait, wait. I, here we go. I've only played... I've only played... The American Final Fantasy VII. Well, that's that, that's everybody's seven. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know that there's Final Fantasy weird okay. numbers, so no. at least I know that much about okay. it. Okay. U.S. two and three were four and six so of the this international. Is what, this is what happens yeah. when you talk Final Fantasy people. Six, you would love though. I would think. I never played Final Fantasy three. It was the very steampunkish. No, I played seven, and I hated it. Well, seven's stupid. I will probably play the replay. The What's the one where you're in the sewers? Eleven sewers. Ten. Eleven. Final was, Fantasy ten. Eleven was online. It was ten. Ten. Ten sewers. Ten. Ten was Blitzball and all that. Ten was the first one on PS. This sounds painful. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's not. So I'll be very happy. I liked it because it was especially so old turn based. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I played so many bad games. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Has any ever motivated you to write the company say, keep your money, just get it out of my sight? Uh, well, recently, I told Wizard this the other day, I played uh, Darksiders 3 because it was mm-hmm. like a free game for uh, PlayStation Plus a couple months ago. It, it's all the 
the four horsemen of the apocalypse, oh, okay. and each game you're with a different one. Well, this one you were with Wrath. No, Wrath. No, Fury. Fury. Right. Yeah, the female. Oh, no. Yeah. One yeah. Of the, that war. The four horsemen? War, yeah. death, famine, famine, famine and. and uh, I think it's Fury in this one, is what they call her. Fury is not one. I don't know. But anyway, it's the Fury. The mechanics were a little... eh, The camera angles were kind of wonky at times. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, uh, Pestilence. Yeah, well, she wasn't... Hey, my brain. You get to the... This is their four horsemen, I guess. Well, get to the... I'm like, near the end, I can tell. Like Nick Fury's? Stupid gimmick battle. Finally, after an hour or so, I finally make it through this gimmick battle. Okay. It goes, and it locks up. I'm like, son of a bitch. I hadn't got to. I was like, eh, there's a bunch of auto saves in this game. I'm good. It goes through its whole thing. Do I report this issue? Yes, I'll report this. Go back, reload the game. And it's 10 minutes or five minutes before that final boss battle. I was like, oh, so done. I exited out. I deleted the game, flipped my TV yeah. off, and walked away. Yeah. I will say the first Dark Souls I didn't enjoy. So. It was free. It was a clunky yeah, Metroidvania. Yeah. The second yeah. one was actually better yeah. when you were done. Oh. I might have thought a game worse than Final Fantasy. This one really up this people off. Mass Effect. Which never, one? Never played a Mass Effect. I've only played never two. played Mass Effect 2 is one of the best ones I've ever played. I've Mass Effect played... 1 I couldn't finish. Mass Mass Effect and Mass was... Effect 3 I didn't want to finish. So Mass Effect 1 I played. Mass Effect 2 is terrible. wonderful. Yeah. Mass Effect 2 is fabulous. And I was like, why would I buy 2 if I didn't like the first yeah. one? I, I didn't like nor did I finish the first one. I, I was a little more confused. It was a little more unfocused. Um, but uh, Mass Effect 2 was uh, the sweet spot. Matter. Mass Effect 3 was a disappointment. And Mass Effect Andromeda, that would be in my top five mm. worst games. Mm. It was it, oh, it was terrible. It was like, wow, you guys, I don't know what happened to you. But, I don't play a lot of series anymore. I yeah, play, they can generally be... Like Fallout was... I played I most played of the Fallout games. And that was okay. I played all the aliens. Like, I, I will always mm-hmm. be... Halo, Halo just became available in the last couple of iterations for PCs, so I was... That's not true. Halo... Oh, was. No, no, Halo... Halo's been yeah. on PC for oh. 20 years at this point, probably. Then I am misinformed. <laughs> yeah, Halo... So. Um, Halo... Yeah. Um, I never got into it, though. Combat Evolved, they, they went... It was on Windows games for... Was it? Yeah. I never got into it, so it looked like fun. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just Halo, I was just a fun Halo fan. Yeah. I love that world of Halo, mm. so it's, mm. you know, anything that gets me that series. Yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah, I never liked Mass Effect. Yeah. And I had friends who loved Mass Effect, and I was just like, oh, Like I said, know. Mass Effect 1 would turn anybody off to the yeah. whole series, but Mass Effect 2 was probably hands down one yeah, of the best Yeah, but see, that's, yeah. me, why would I play number 2 if the first I, one was I don't terrible? know how I got into it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's, I think I got into it because there was so much buzz around it, and I was like, yeah. I didn't have anything else to play at the time, so right. I went for it. But so, today will be Fallen yeah. Order Day. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. After I get through Borderlands, I will be slinging some lightsabers. Oh, no. it's just gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. God, that first time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good feel. It's so, a good feel. And you can customize your lightsaber. Like, to the point there's four parts to your lightsaber you can customize. And, it, yeah, you can mix and match. You can change blade colors. You can change right, the color of your droid. You can change the color of your poncho. Of <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, seriously. Like not, I'm not watching any football. But, I'm done with football. I, so. I'm just going to... Oh, wow. What happened I had to go green. green. Lightsaber. Oh. oh. Yeah? Yeah. You want to be a guardian? For now. I only have, like, three colors open. Oh. So. Well, blue? You, blue? you start with blue. Star with blue. Star with blue. What's your third color? Well, because right? I 
pre-ordered it like an hour before it came out, I got orange. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. No, no. Orange isn't a canon color. It, no, it is now. Oh. Yes. Oh. And this game, oh, this game is canon, and this game does. Oh, it has stuff in it. Oh, I know. <laughs> All the games are canon now. Uh, are they? Yeah, Battlefront was. Oh, that was a bad game. Oh god, what was it? Jet, not Jedi Power Battles. It was uh the fighting game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, with the yeah. Warriors of Del Casir or whatever. That was a bad game. Fighting games, the Coder games. They were good. They were. I enjoyed those. They were turn based. Oh, Coder was great. Never played Kotor. I know. Wow. Because it was on that. I'll tell you what, the next time you have a break in the action, it's, it'd be worth going back. Kodor 2. Kodor 2 was great. I, it was, yeah. it was the whole Dark Revan? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a moment you go like... <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was as good as the Bioshock, would you mind? Or would you kindly? Definitely on Steam. I can Steam it. Yeah. Can I use a controller? You can use a. Is it better to mouse and keyboard? Is it like a like a Neverwinter Nights or a Boulder? No, you could use keyboard. You could use mouse. I it, it wouldn't I make know, any. I difference. only use mouse and keyboard, so like I said, I it wouldn't make a difference in code. I wouldn't know how to use a controller. There's no twitchy disc to code art. It's, no, it's no. Just What's turn based? It's, it's, it is turn based. Yeah, yeah. Oh. RPG, So huh. then I can use the mouse and keyboard. Yeah, like I said, it's no. a lot of fun. Oh, it's so yeah, good. Dark Revan. That whole story. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, I've watched like the same, HK, I've watched the opening cinematics and everything. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god! Back. Oh my god! <laughs> maybe the most memorable characters besides uh, Boo and um, huh? What's his name? Nim. Wait, what? Who's the guy with Boo? Boo. From Neverwinter Nights or from Battle's Gate? Oh, Minsk. Minsk, yeah, Minsk and Boo. <gasps> so those are like really, yeah. HK is huh. fantastic. So great. Yeah. Huh. yeah, like Iwi has a bit of an attitude. He has a little bit of an attitude. <laughs> a little bit. But K two S O, hello meatbags. Way more of an attitude. Really than K2SO. nice. Yeah. Puts K two S O to shame. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah. It yeah. it is. It's it's a great game. And if you're only going to play trying. one, play Coder two. Yeah, Coder two. But uh, okay. if you if you want to get into the full like both of them, yeah. you really enjoy it. It's yeah, going to be can. hours of excellent. Cannot go wrong with Coder. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. But probably, I think if people were ranking. Not just Star Wars games, but we're Can ranking RPGs. Oh, it's usually oh, yeah, a top it's top 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 five. Yeah. You so. know. I, I and look, I love Skyrim, but Skyrim has no story mm. compared to Code. No. You know. No, it really doesn't. You know, if you think, yeah, I started playing it on my watch the, the other dragon. day. You know, you just get there and kill the dragon. Just kill more, multiple, multiple dragons. Well, yeah, I mean, Skyrim, you could you can mainline that game and beat it in what, like twenty minutes? Yeah, it's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, yeah, I you bought know. all the DLC and I bought all the. Yeah. I was the DLC, building houses. I, only one of the places. DLCs was any good. I thought about like getting it for the uh, Dragon VR. No, the ones with the vampires and dragons. Oh, uh, I didn't yeah. do that one. It was uh, like Dawn. Dawn of. Dawn Guard. Dawn Guard, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I thought about getting it for VR, I just don't know. You know, I, I think I'd be. I have it for VR, and if you want to come over and mess with it, you're welcome to. But, like I said, that. In VR, that first scene with. Yeah. That's a little creepy. Yeah. I said. VR, I keep going to back to uh, Moss. I haven't tried it yet. Oh, God, you got to play it. I'll, I'll get it. Your little mouse, Quill, he signs to you and stuff. Or she. It's so cute. But it's a great platformer, great story. It's, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Borderlands 2 is on VR now. I just got to go do it. Just yeah. imagine the first time a dragon like picked you up in yeah. VR. Yeah. That'd be... 
Well, what, cool. was, God, what was I playing that really made me motion? Oh, it was uh, Spider-Man. The you, Far From Home yeah. little like demo they had. And you can swing through New York. And I was swinging around for a little bit. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> do you have to do the stupid shout? How do you, or is it a I don't know push? how you do the shout. I didn't get that far. I, I, literally, that, Probably that hold, like, first both scene buttons or something. was so off-putting to me that yeah. I didn't go any further. <laughs> mm. You know, so it's like, and I, one of the things that slowed me down and getting any further, like if I could load my main character in, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I would be much more willing to just go tromp around that yeah. world for a little bit. But going back to go, okay, I'm going to smith 5,000 knives. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. That was one thing I didn't like about Skyrim. The first person was a little yeah. off-putting because I felt like my person was like, you know, running up and back to attack yeah. people. And it just, uh, the biggest yeah. problem with Skyrim is by a, about a third of the game through, you're so powerful. Oh, that, yeah. If you, you know, do it the right way. You know, I'm a, I'm a sneak attack archer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that well, was the thing. Yeah. There's a dead you can, dragon. You there's a dead dragon. Crouch. It's like stealth increased, stealth mm-hmm. increased, yeah. stealth increased. Both yeah. 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 And like you said, yeah, just sitting there banging away all these daggers. Yeah. 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 No bueno. So, yeah. But you can't do that in Kotor. Kotor. That's fine. You got to try be it. true. You got right. to play it true. Okay. All right. So, and Kotor makes you make some real, some real ethical decisions in that game. Yeah. I don't remember them as much, but I. I, I mean, lights are dark side. It's pretty. Yeah. Oh, oh, we have, oh, Paragon and. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty quick. Like you're like. <laughs> am I on the light side or the <laughs> do dark I side? Shove the guy out <laughs> yeah, the window, yeah. or don't I? Yeah. Now it's coming back to me. Pretty quickly, you're like, uh, I'm going to be light side character, or. <laughs> What's your uh, what's yeah. your true reaction? So, and then I mean, what's I mean? Certain characters like you more if you're light side than dark side. Yeah, yeah, no, well, yeah no, and no, that's no. good that things like that. That was always like a Bioware thing. Yeah, yeah. Bio, that, that that's old yeah. school. That's the Bioware. Yeah. That's Bioware at its yeah. best. Not yeah. Order. And the, the whole thing like you get to the end, it's like, oh yeah, you want to do it at the end? No, you can't because you kicked little Johnny at the beginning. You, you can't, can't be a good guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. true story. Yeah, or like those yeah those innocuous things. You're like. I just won't pick up I this it, little piece of loot. And then later on, you're like, I can't do this side quest because I didn't pick up the coin? What are you talking about? I think also in Kodor, your appearance changes based on your Paragon. Ooh. It might. I think you, if you yeah. become more dark side. It's like, been. Well, that was. Uh, it's been a long time. Here we go, Kojima. Metal Gear. Oh, God, what was the one? The open worldish one. That was. Oh, God, I played part of it. Not Peace Walker. Uh, Zeros, ground zeros, or whatever it was. Anyway, very open world issue. Like, yeah. yeah. Just on PlayStation. Um, no, it wasn't. Ground, no, it was on everything. It was on Xbox. Yeah, it was. Was it? I don't oh, think, yeah. I remember reading Metal Gear 4 was on Xbox. That's the only one I remember. Yeah, the fifth one, technically. But anyway, if you, as you made worse and worse decisions, your face got redder, you got like. In the mirror, you had like this demon horn and things. Oh yeah, it really changed there have your been appearances. Been a few games like that, the, yeah, you know, with scars on your face yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I want to say Kotor that that was one of the things that happened is if you went too God, dark, play. like now you yeah. got me wanting to play this game. Oh, it's, oh it's, and it holds up. Oh yeah, it, it, it I mean, has to. Yeah. I'm not worried about you know graphics, the graphics, graphics, yeah, but the gameplay yeah. is going to yeah. be the gameplay. Okay, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, you right. won't be disappointed. Yeah. I would really. That would be a great game for them to put out a, a remaster. Oh my god! That's okay. yeah, here's what's going to happen: I'm going to get this stupid game on the Steam, and they're going to remaster it. <laughs> okay, there you go. Steam. That's you're how. Such, we... You're such an old man. Like, 
All right, get this on the steam. <laughs> Go down to the old pickle barrel and get some stuff on the steam. I am a day older than you. You are a day so, older than me. I'm a little bit older than that. So. <laughs> All right, so. Topic one uh, is 94 minutes in. Wow. Yeah, we're at an hour in. So. We're going to have to skip over grievances to fit <laughs> yeah. this in. So. Do, we just, or do we just make one big topic? Uh, yeah. Uh, the only thing I was going to talk about is Disney Plus. Um, but. I was going to talk about the Ohio school that decided to make drug testing mandatory. Um, <laughs> Look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I came up with this, this is exactly what I had in mind. Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about Disney Plus. No, I, I, uh, or, well, even worse, I saw, I saw a Reddit thread. This woman... I think it's in, it must be in England because she kept saying university. Ah, uh, yes. You know, and she says that she was working as a waitress at a gentleman's club. Ooh. She was not a dancer. I don't think they're really gentlemen. Her name was Lola. <laughs> she was a showgirl. <laughs> she wasn't a dancer. She wasn't a... Or was it the other Lola? Actually, this might have been in the United States. Because anyway, it doesn't matter. But her school apparently has an ethics... Committee oh, most do. That says that if you're a uh, sex worker, you can't go to the school. Which, sex by the worker. way, to me, is not part of... She's not, but... She's not. But it, also, mean, my point is... Vegas. It's not the university's business, business what yeah. you do sure. outside of the university. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, Unless you're, yeah, like, a, a, front, a face for the university. As a student? I mean... Student, no, not as a student. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. a student, you... Anyway... So apparently another student saw her at this <laughs> restaurant. So they, but, so they <laughs> so he's were, in the gentleman's yeah. club. Right. And Buster, she gets in trouble, he doesn't. Right. Nice. Right. And I'm just like, <laughs> He's just consuming the pornography. Yeah. He's not part of it. How far off is your moral compass when you're like, we need to punish this girl. But not him. But not even that. But punish let's, her. Let's yeah, just, yeah. Like, just How punish far her. is your moral compass off when it's like, we're charging a billion dollars for this girl to go to this school. She's working to right. make ends meet, and this yes. is how she found. Well, yeah, she and she's, she's not slinging Adderall There's or something. An easy solution: don't charge her tuition. She won't have to work. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, just her. I'm not trying to go Bernie Sanders there. Sure. Just, just, just right. in this one case. Right. I, I just. The country has gone. Not, not the the world has gone off the fucking rails. Like. Well, other places in the world have other problems, but, you know, I think your statement is wicked true in the United States, yeah. where it's kind of like you just start scratching your head. I mean, this whole moral majority ethical, I mean, it is so jacked up right now. So. But, yeah. you know, this country was founded on what you do, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, is your own fucking right. business. Yes. And we have... Now decided that everybody has to be involved in everybody else's business. Yeah. Look, I don't tell you who to pray to. I right. don't tell you where to pray. I don't tell you when to pray. That was like the first thing we talked about as a country. Then we thought, you want to talk about things? Go ahead. You can talk about whatever you want. Yep. Realize you can have consequences in your private life, but the government right. is not going to get involved. The government's not going to give you those consequences. Right. Yeah. We talked about that. You want to responsibly own a firearm? Those I said responsibly Responsive, and be right? regulated. Go for it. Okay. I don't give but, a crap. But is a well-regulated militia really in? Oh wait, <laughs> it's 
right in the thing. Yeah. Well, let's let's go right through. Uh, let's... Two guys in a Dodge Dakota, not well regulated. <laughs> right. <Just> what, what... <laughs> so, you, uh, uh, free press is pretty important. Yeah. Number like, one. I feel like there's a guy who hates the press in this country. Hmm. He doesn't yeah. want them saying things. And then uh, there's people who though. agree with him. Hmm. hmm. What is this? Hmm. Oh, you have the right not to incriminate yourself. Pretty important in this time frame. You have the right, but you may not have the ability. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. You can't keep your fucking mouth shut. That's their own problem. But, yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I just, we have lost the fucking plot. Well, yeah. And, no, I, I would agree yeah. with the word of that. The question is, how do we get it back? And, you know, yeah, there are people who are, you know, there are a growing number of people who are looking at this going like, how does this not wind up with some increased level? Because we've already had, you know, Heather Heyer is dead, you know. So, I mean, there's already been violence. So, some increased level of violence but, associated uh, with all this. I mean, do we, uh, uh, we run the risk if he's impeached? We know this, right? If he loses the election, do we have to worry about violence? Yes. So, like I said, and you, you, you and don't think, think about this that we do? ten years. No, no, it's a rhetorical. But, <laughs> yeah. but think about ten years ago, or, or you know, when let's say uh, two thousand and eight, or um, let's say when Bush was running again. If he lost, four. people would have been pissed, but there wouldn't have been any fun. Right. And no. you know, you, and when Obama, what won his world second, do we live in and say, man, those Bush times, that was pretty good. <laughs> That's the fucking world we live in. Yeah. It, is. It, it well, is. And I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, "I, for years, you know, the president goes gives a speech or whatever. Don't think anything of it. This is the only president goes and gives a speech. You're like, what if he's going to get shot today? Yeah, like I, every time he talks, know, there's a chance. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there is a chance I'm getting shot. That's the problem. Because the people that change, that, that that's the problem. <laughs> I might want to rephrase that. No, yeah, you might want to work that one again. I don't want the guy. I don't want the guy dead. I but the, no, because to... the people who want to shoot president are crazy, and he's in their club. Ah. So they're like, "Ah, we got a crazy guy out there." Yeah. No, I, 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 I think the problem. It, you, I mean, you've said it before, Carrie. I know. The pendulum just kind of swinging. That's done. We are like, oh, boom, you know. Yeah, oh, we've pegged the meter. both ways. We, we've pegged the meter. Oh, we, no, we bent the knee. Yeah, we yeah. bent the pin, and we've gone past it. Yeah. We, we. we and but the, the, look, the days of just I want to be an American for whatever's best for America. It, as a history person, did, it just scares the Jesus. We're the silent majority. How did people become so convinced that this distortion was the way to go. I mean, this is this we. It's such a distorted environment, and we we can see. I mean, lifelong bipartisan. Patriots, this, you know, Vidman with his Purple Heart, and this one was called back to service by Trump, and they're saying like things happened, and people are going like, no, it didn't. How? I mean, there's there's mass media. You got Rush Limbaugh out there. You got the Ingram Angle. You got the Fox friends. You got all these guys. How, how do you how do you so willingly buy a distorted truth like that? Because it's there. We we it's everywhere. But it's always been, there's always been somebody out there spinning. Some other tech. But now they are the, the hyper vocal well, minority. No, mm-hmm. I, on the, the worst part about it is they are not the majority or minority. They are the ones with the money. Yeah. Right? 
There are corporations. This is what people are not realizing. There are corporations who have a vested interest to get this story out the way they want it. Right. And those corporations are paying a lot of money for people to be confused. And the days of unbiased media. You want to talk about Blade Runner, right? When Rupert Murdoch has the ability to influence millions of Americans. But it destabilizes. I'll just take this from an MBA standpoint. Of what use is it to me to destabilize my consumer base? Because if the end of the day, if okay, so now we have we have the impeachment, and the people don't do the math, to go impeachment's only one half of the process. Senate's never going to remove the guy under right. Mitch McConnell. It's never going to happen. So they go and they go violent. All of a sudden, boom! Nobody's going to spend money on your stuff. So how does it help you to destabilize? It helps Putin. You know, I mean, this is great. He's just letting us kill ourselves. And that's great, right? There, there was a great writer uh, of adventure novels, Clive Custler, yeah. who had, had this one great plot. He goes, you don't fight America. You get America to fight itself. Yeah. And, right. and yeah. that was in 1980 he right. wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so... The president of Turkey... Now we're going to get really ready. The president of Turkey, the quote from him, Trump is a great president for us and Russia. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. And we're going. Yay! Yeah. So I, that was my question: wait, is How do you? How did they? What? How, explain and what to me. Point of, what good is it for us? Explain to me mm. how the Republicans, the right—not even the Republicans—the right, which for fifty years has been the Russian threat. We have to stop the Russian threat. They are the worst enemies. Reagan is our god yeah. because he fought the Russians. Yeah. yeah. And now... We've outlawed Russia. We begin bombing in 10 minutes, right? And That's now what? we are yeah. giving them everything they want, and we're applauding. Yep. We, the Kurds... trying to give them the Ukraine. The only... Ukraine. I said the... I apologize. Ukraine. The only... The only justification I can have for Bush entering Iraq was that whatever you can say about mass... Whatever. Saddam Hussein was committing genocide against the Kurds. We forget that fact nowadays, mm. but Saddam Hussein yeah. and the Kurds were our allies. Mm. We should we should have stepped in ten years before that because of what was uh, happening to the Kurds. How about the, the Hutus and the Tutsis and the you know all the other genocides that have been the Rwandan genocide that we sat by on all the other ones that I, we I, didn't. And I, I agree with you about you know we should be that should want to be the right we want to be the moral leaders of the world, right? We see genocide, we should be stopping it. Yes. Right? So the Kurds are our allies. They were our allies, right? Yeah. They're not anymore, I'm sure. You know, we step in. So whatever you say about the invasion of Iraq, at least we stopped the genocide, which is a good thing. Yeah, it's a good That's thing, but it wasn't the thing that we did no, before. I, so. I'm not disagreeing with you. but the, Now, if we went and kicked the Jajawee's ass, then okay, you got a case. But. Sure. <laughs> but we at least stopped the genocide. That's something we did. So what do we do? Fifteen years later, yeah. Here you go. There Start you go. Back up on a plane. Right. Yeah. yeah. Here's these people. Go ahead, do what Have you want. It. And you know, some of the guys that I talked to, uh, you know, who are from Syria, they're like, "Well, the Kurds were no angels either." The whole problem, and not, that's not to take one side or the right. other, but that's just a counterbalance. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and this this is bounce this off you. Looking at the Middle East, it's it has been a perpetual mess, and, it's, and we've made it no better since Pico and Sykes drew their line. We've had that discussion. Yeah, Pico and Sykes but are is the a devil. first step to making things, if not peaceful, at least 
stable is to give everybody a place to lay their heads. Sure. Right? You give the Palestinians a state. You give the the Kurds a state. Mm -hmm. And you give everybody some place to call home. And okay, we will start from there. Sure. But... Who's why they, the why they get over there? I, who's going to give I up that? Kurdistan. Why do they get yeah. that? I know. Yeah, clearly, yeah. the Israelis are not going to give up the Palestinian state. They yeah. just they refuse well, to even give Palestine basic human rights yeah. like uh, water. Yeah. You know, for but God's sake. The, again, yeah. I don't know where. I'm just saying that. And if it becomes after a while, this round robin. Right now, one group is up. Yeah, ten years from now they might be down and they'll be getting slaughtered. And you have this whole thing that's been going on for so long. And after a while, just like in Northern Ireland, you go, you know what? It's been a few centuries now. We got that. What do you say? Well, that all might kick off next month. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we uh, we don't know how Brexit's going to end. Yeah. So that's fabulous. You yeah. figure, man. There, but at least the Brits are running the merry race for who's the dumbest Western power. I mean, they really are. They really. In there. Well, I, I I would say we're still up there. Oh, yeah. I think we're ahead. Yeah, yeah. we're oh, still yeah. ahead. Yeah. Woo! You know, the Middle East will never get fixed until we stop interfering with it. True. Mm-hmm. Right. And that means... Getting off oil. That's step one. But yeah. that also means keeping Russia from interfering. And that means... But the whole getting off oil. We have oil here. For a while we do with For fracking. a while, yes. Yeah, we have a window of time to get off of oil dependency. Yeah. And look at Germany. I mean, they were, what, they were starting to, as of two years ago... Yeah, uh, doing something like one hundred and ten percent of their need or something like yeah, that off of renewables. And fin- no, Denmark. No, you one of those guys up there. Yeah. One of those guys has now gone one hundred percent renewable. Something they did that had the first day of one hundred percent renewable so energy for. We got this window of time mm-hmm. to get it, and then you know what? At that point, if we don't need the oil, Russia can have it. Right, we don't care. <laughs> we don't need it right. at that point. Well, so California. We to... This is. Good news, actually. The governor, or there's a bill in front of the California legislature right now, or the governor, mm-hmm. it's already passed, that no uh, petroleum powered products, vehicles, will be bought for government service. Oh. Yeah, that's a very obvious first step. That's, that's a, a really very good, yeah. That's, good, I mean, you think you about the ability to do it. Sure. How many government vehicles the state of California has to buy? Oh, God, yeah. You know, now, well, look, we, we know that right now emergency services. We're kind of tied. There is no battery-powered answer for emergency services. Correct. We get it. Yeah. But if we reduce 85% of all the other vehicles, yeah. well, that's a big step. You know, in California, there's probably more government vehicles in California than there are in the state of if Delaware. You think, if, mm. if you think about the dent it would make. Right. If you had New York, Texas, and California all do that. Sure. I mean, and it would create enough of an industry mm. for the, Right. And that's know. the most important part is California says... The state of California will not buy any yeah. non-renewable right. vehicles. Yeah. So what does that do to Ford and GM? And they say, oh, well, we, want, we want that contract. We want that business. We yeah. want that money. We want to be in that space. We're in. You know, so that's how you get buy-in. Because well, and there were changes. We went from coal. <laughs> oh. to, well, oh, no. Did we? Well, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> well, yeah. Overall, we just went belly up. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Yeah, well. I'd say you don't have, you know, coal trains going down the road anymore no but you still you don't have, have coal heat in your house you, you don't have power plants trump does still have power plants trump yes does. but i'm saying for the average consumer there was a paradigm shift to that and there's got to be that shift from oil to renewable well and look 
realistically, the only way this gets fixed is economically. Yeah. If it becomes economically inviable to right. use fossil fuels, right. then fossil fuels go away. Yes. So as soon and, and this is as soon as BP and everybody gets out of, I'm sorry, Congress. Elon. If you listen to this podcast, which I know he you does. are, uh, hi, Elon. You're not fixing the problem. It has <laughs> to be Ford. It has to be Chevy. It has to be the mm-hmm. big boys have to buy in, right? Because as soon as the big boy buy in. That's it. That's yep. the end of the game. There is no you, yeah. when the next F one fifty shows up with battery. Yep. And all the rednecks are like, Whoa, okay. yeah. And we and we give you an app that makes fake smoke come out of your smokestack. <laughs> that's how it's going to be. You know, because, water vapor. It's water vapor. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's the end of that's the end. Yeah. Game. I, the thing is, it, it's slowly marching that way. It's just it's. But yeah, it needs to be faster. And for it some reason, it's weird. But I read somewhere that it's. The batteries or whatever the car, it's range 300 or 320 miles is like the safety net for people to feel. Mm-hmm. Like that's why most vehicles you have a 300 plus range right. in, for yeah based on your fuel tank and everything. Yeah. Well, when that, the zombie apocalypse comes, you right. Can, <laughs> but that's as far. I, as I don't know where they came up with that 300 miles because I sure as hell don't drive 300 miles a day. But I know I guess some people do. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> Well, not 300 a day, but I get 200. Yeah, you know. So I'm bad. But I mean, if you get that range built up for the batteries, well, I think the, I think the because um, I just read if we stopped oil production today, 53.3 years. That's how long the reserves will last. Sure, globally, yeah. 53 years. We've got that much oil in reserves. Yes. Uh, well, we have tied the. Here's the problem. Here, America, I'm going to fix the problem. Cool. Stop with the subsidies. We are subsidizing oh. companies yeah. to run their business. That's not yeah. capitalism. No. That is the opposite. In yeah. fact, that's what we call communism. Yeah. <laughs> so the um... you want to talk about socialism? I'm paying the tobacco farmers to co- fucking make to grow tobacco. How because, are they still in business? Because we, you as a taxpayer, yeah. are yeah. giving I, them yes. dollars yeah. right now. Yeah. They don't make enough money selling tobacco in the United States anymore. So we no, no. actually. It gets worse. I, I, hold I on, was at the hold. grocery store the other day and somebody bought a generic pack of smokes and it was like eight bucks. I was like, holy crap. $400 a year. We give them money to run, to to make tobacco and yeah. then we, make, we we also give money as taxpayers to anti-smoking ads. Yeah. What the f*** are we doing, people? So well, you want to talk nobody, about socialism and how socialism... Knows about the, That's like, nobody has a real grasp of what the uh, subsidies are and the politicians will tell you, well... We have to subsidize the fuel companies because we have to compete with Saudi Aramco, which is a government-owned, and and the Chinese. I forget what they're they're. Oh, the Colombian one. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Bechtel. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So that that's their thing, and it's malarkey. Sure. But, you know, like I said, the best thing that we could do for our national security is to get off the oil. Yeah. The single mm-hmm. best thing you have enough oil to make sure your military can run because battleships are not going to run on batteries. You know, and ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's fair point. Nuclear, you know, nuclear. But, <laughs> but um, right, we we have nuclear. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Planes, right now. Like that. But my my point is basically that that is the single best nuclear thing we could do to get ourselves disentangled from the Middle East yes. and to create ourselves a secu- more secure yeah. security future, more secure security future, more secure future. Right. So like it's I said, security. It's, it's, the question is for the militarists: How do they not embrace that? There are people who just want to go break stuff, kill people, and that's fine, right? Yeah, they but, have little rooms you can rent for like 50 bucks and beat the hell out of things. You know, but 
from a from a military standpoint, your smartest move is to be independent of stuff. If it's going to be under the grounds or under the soil, somebody who hates you, you probably are better off without it. Sure. Mm. So yeah. how do they not get that? How are we not pushing for that? How is that not a thing? What I don't understand is when did America go from a country that mm-hmm. relied on its own resources, which we did for our first 200 years of our... That was the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. This is a continent of amazing resources, yeah. right? We have all these amazing resources in our country. Like right now, we could put enough solar panels in the desert to run our country and not a single person's house would have to be torn down. Right. No yeah. one would care. And it's sunny. Right? <laughs> well, it's the environment, very sunny. In the the environmentalists. Well, they would love it. Depends on, but, but I mean, it depends on what you're doing in that. There's going to be one group that's like, oh, there's, there's a, always one group. Yeah, there's always one group. But yeah, we there's a that, three-toed gecko that only mates in that area. We could do that tomorrow. Yeah. And not a single human being mm-hmm. would be impacted negatively. Mm-hmm. And I would say the environmental positives would be way out of all, out sure. of all those things, right? I'll go one step further. Annotate the IBC to say every house constructed after January 1st, 2020, it's got solar panels. We can't even get... Freaking sprinklers in houses. It's true. We can't even have people have mandatory smoke detectors in this country. You are not required in your house to have smoke detectors. In the state of Maryland, you are. You are not. The hell you aren't. New construction. The police. New construction. They have to have. They have to put them in, but you don't have to keep them in your house. Yes. But Uh, yeah, the police cannot knock on your door and take your. You don't have a smoke detector? Off to the gulag. <laughs> Off to the gulag. The gulag. Okay. I like gulag. I like gulag. gulag is Just good. stay away from the Norwegians. You know, we... <laughs> stay away from the They'll Norwegians. They'll kick your ass. <laughs> They'll blow your shit up. Just, Where's we... the smart attack, man? <laughs> <laughs> You're not Norwegian, are you? Where we will leave now. Smoke detector. No, we, but we, the simplest thing yeah. that we, right, and yeah. but, we can't even get people to get vaccinated. Well, yeah. yeah, we don't even yeah. start. But, you know, yeah. these these yeah. right-wing nutjobs who are like, communism, socialism, bad. Meanwhile, their government is communism and socialism well beyond capitalism. Yeah. We stopped being capitalist. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I know everybody thinks he's the greatest. Richard Nixon, you know, <laughs> with, with giving corn subsidies out, we yeah. fucked our whole economy up on well, corn. You know, Well, we, around well, here, you just drive past a field. Sure. And you can see, like, there was a field outside of Sharptown that was filled with watermelons, well past their prime. And yeah, he had overplanted, and he was like, eh, it's just going to go to rot, and I'll get, yeah, I'll get a kickback from it. <laughs> I want it, you to... We have farmers that are planting that way. It's one thing if you're going to do that, you're like, look, I have too much seed or whatever, I'm going to overplant with this, knowing that I can disc it over, let it compost, build things up. But when you're saying... And I'm just going to do it because I can get this extra money for it. That's I want oh. you to do an experiment. Oh. I'm going to... Carrie's going to pay for this. Awesome. I am. You're going to drive across the country. <sighs> and you're going to look at every farm okay. between here and California. That's a lot. Until you get to California, you're going to look at every farm. That's a lot. Right? And you're going to look at them and you're, you're going to note <laughs> the varieties of crops you see. Corn, soybeans, sorghum, milo. Hemp. And I'm going to give you a... Pimp. Hemp now. I'm going to give you a book that tells you what is supposed to grow in that environment. Right. What, yeah. what yeah. was native oh. to that soil? Uh, yeah, they're not going to mix up too well. It's up not going to mash up at all. Yeah. Because we, we give you 20 bucks to do the whole project. Right, yeah. <laughs> we subsidized 
all of the yeah. natural farming. You know, Delaware, like you don't ever know is, but Delaware used to be the peach state. You used to grow peaches really? in Delaware. I'm sorry, like, Georgia's the peach state. So. Not, <laughs> sir, not supposed to be. <laughs> you're not supposed to be. So, but th- that's what that in the 1700s really Delaware peaches, had peaches, peaches everywhere yeah, but peaches. we have subsidized all of that crap oh, out oh, crap all the good stuff out and put it replaced it with corn yeah. and soybean yeah and it's killing our country that's not capitalism well i mean look at all the excess soybean we have now, right yeah. now what are we doing with it that's all meant to the russians or chinese <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I so, how many small farms have gone under at this point? I think the small farms are actually doing better. No, because the small no, farms been a lot of bankruptcy. Sure, but the small yeah. farms are are the ones that are diversified their products. It's the big Some farms that are just selling soybeans that are they're rotting. But it but it's this time of year that you have the ungodly smells because they're injecting so much nitrogen mm-hmm. into their fields to be able to try to keep up with things. Sure. And, they're because they're not farming uh, what's supposed to right. be farmed here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's or, I mean, my grandfather had a huge, <clears throat> I say huge, just, you know, like acre and a half farm. And he, he, this is a novel concept, rotated his crops. Right. Something we learned, by the way, in the dark ages. Yes. <laughs> you know, like. And, hmm. and actually, if things keep going the way, it'll be handy just at that point. Yeah, it'll be nice information to have. Because <clears throat> the lights are going to go out unless we do something. Yeah. You know, and. and are you cold? No, I just like doing this. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's. Feels nice to like kind of give yourself a little hug from a sweatshirt. I don't <laughs> it looks know. like he has a straight jacket on. I don't know, it's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, I, it's I, a good look for you. Yeah. <laughs> but you talk about hemp. I see now that I never knew it. Hemp wood is like five times as strong as oak, and so really? it, if it's processed the right way, yeah, I didn't and know. can be yeah, yeah EPA was so the big stuff that they're all about. easily Pretty renewable and everything. But you still having freaking Texas raiding CBD oil? pharmacies yeah. because they don't they're not sure what if it's a drug or not they don't yeah. i read an article a texas sheriff said everything that's cbd in my my town is illegal the law doesn't say that no it's just this john rambo dude saying mm. well, i guess yeah. that was actually a bad analogy yeah. because rambo wasn't really for the cops yeah <laughs> you know it, take your meaning uh, but it's but, this guy on his yeah. own saying yeah. that cbd oil is this sounds like a sheriff <laughs> Might yeah. be around here. Yeah. So. I, I don't believe in following the law because yeah. I'm the sheriff. So I am the law. <laughs> Judge Dredd. <laughs> Judge Dredd. Yeah. There you go. The um, as far as the CBD oil, there's, there's so much variability in what it is actually. Yeah. They now have CBD free CBD oil. We had 52 people out in Ohio. CDC had reported on this. Uh, 52 people got sick on what was supposed to be CBD, but most certainly wasn't. So what you're saying is. If we stopped making marijuana illegal and we actually regulated this stuff and did research, then people wouldn't get sick? I'm actually kind of surprised there's not more um, mm-hmm. recreational marijuana use or legalization because of the tax benefit to the states. Shocking. Um, and, you know, I, I saw a joke. It's a joke, <laughs> but it's actually not too far <laughs> off the truth. Look at how much it's we like, make off of alcohol sales. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you get five guys in a bottle of liquor, they're going to get into a fight. You get five guys in a bong, they're going to start a band. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. it, it's actually true. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a big fan of anything. And, yeah, it, yeah. It's bad and, smoking it because it's bad for your lungs. Well, and it's bad to get chemically altered too much. Right. You know, once sure. in a while. But that said, I've never had to wrestle a guy on, you know, as high on marijuana. I've had to protect my sandwich from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but that's the, the problem is there's not a, like you say, a regulated, 
place to buy your marijuana. Yeah. So I go to my street pharmacist who does not have his CDC-approved checklist of yeah. what he does. So he may have laced it with something just oh, yeah. for shits and giggles or may have nudged something while he was stoned. Yeah. So you have yeah. no idea what you're getting. That's so, true. Yeah. Unless you're I think b- we're, we're it yourself. in the next five years. How about this? I'm going to tell you this. Tobacco. This is a, a capitalistic society. You have the right to do whatever the fuck you want as long as it doesn't affect me or my family. Right? That's how it works. Like, you can do whatever you want to your body as, as long as you don't touch well, me. Some of the stuff, I mean, you, know, you can't talk about heroin, cocaine, methamphetamine. I mean, that, that spills over. Why? You know, but because we allow it to. Because we morality, we were well, we CIA had, released cocaine. We, yeah. but <laughs> we, LSD actually, because of our moral quandary with yeah. drugs, the war yeah. we've had with drugs since the twenties, there were no cartels in Mexico when they used to sell, you know, heroin on the bottle at CVS. Yeah, yeah, right? heroin. But the uh, well, there's also a historical element. I mean, times have changed, and, and you know, we as changed far as them. The, yeah, the um, but the the impact of some of the I know Puerto uh, not Puerto Rico Portugal is Portugal. still very very good luck with, yeah. with that sort of yeah. thing. But mm-hmm. Portugal is also the size of one of our cities. Yeah. So Denmark, well, well, not Denmark, uh, Amsterdam. A, yeah, there are a few others, but we have to we have a wall. We have to have a wall to protect ourselves from the big bad cartels, right? But the answer to the cartels is, if I make it legal, they don't make money. Yeah, I, I've and those the cartels don't have money. Yeah. Cartels go away. Yeah. I don't think we should legalize coke, though. Why? Yeah, the spillover in some of these things. That... What is the difference between allowing someone to do cocaine and allowing somebody to drink a 30-pack of Natty Light? Mm-hmm. We're all well, medical professionals. It's, it's a lot harder to you know kill yourself with a bottle of Natty Light than a you know, is it? line of heroin. Is it? One for one, yeah. Heroin. Well, that... well, they don't do one for one. <laughs> so, yeah. Right? They don't do one for one. But again, what we see the impact of things like heroin, I mean, I'm talking the higher end ones now, you know, so there's, I I understand the argument that you're making, but the, you know, at this point, and it might defang the cartels, it might, it might not, but I'm fairly certain it would defang them. But like I said, the the impact of, we'd have to fight them again. The more addicting ones, you know, it's. But, but alcohol is just as addictive. Yeah, but some of the side effects and everything from your... The side effects of alcohol are pretty bad. But The side effects of tobacco are really bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about like the, the hyper-stimulants and things like yeah. that. It's going to, you know, the paranoias and okay, things. Well, it causes people to... Let's let's be capitalists. Let's okay. be real constitutionalists. Well, I can't be capitalists on the drug things because I'm a healthcare professional. So, so I've well, got it. But physiologically, if you are, you're, you're a healthcare provider, I'm a healthcare provider. Clinician. Clinician, sorry. I'm not a provider, I'm a physician. Clinician. <laughs> okay, but you, you are involved in healthcare. Yes. And if I, instead of having a war on drugs, I educate on drugs and I, you know the risks, mm-hmm. you are told and informed, you make an informed decision at that point. With all of the facts of like when I turn the label or you know the beer bottle around, it has all the government warnings on it. Sure, but the, there's you have all the facts available. You're 18 years old. You make the decision to do heroin, right? In a in a just society where you have been informed, you have been educated about the dangers of heroin. You understand the impact it could have on your body, but you make a medical decision that I'm going to do heroin. What is the country's right to tell you not to do that? 
has again it's the social impact. how much yeah. money are we spending on the war on drugs mm. versus okay, the that, education? Right, that's okay, different. You're, you're lopped over into I'm another over, area there. But yeah. so yeah, they, the, you want to be a constitutionalist. The, the constitution says you can do heroin. The um, uh, the war on drugs, that whole thing. I mean, we've we've yeah. very badly prosecuted that. It's been a waste of time and money. And, and it's mm-hmm. lovely that they're now expunging all these, you know, uh, marijuana convictions. That's great, but it doesn't go back 20 years and give the guy the job that he would have had right. had he not had that on his Sure. Team. But physiologically, you know, is alcohol damaging? Of course it is. You know, but yep. it is, forgive the phrase, it's like alcohol on crack when you start talking about heroin. Now, do you have the right to use it? Yeah, you can make that argument, but the the impact of it is just it's that much it's much much worse put the shovel in this hole here so what has a bigger impact on bystanders alcohol or heroin in what parameter what You're let's talking about let's take and driving and no let's take abuse mm-hmm. most abuse cases involve alcohol you tell me like Physical, physical abuse. And I abuse my million mm. drug overdose deaths. But, but, but that's a that's a single person. Uh, but, but what about the one that no, over the negligence, 000. the leaving the kids, the, all that? Sure, that's sure. That's a, that's, so. But but when we're talking about me beating up my wife, or me beating up a child, or me beating up a stranger, or an EMS provider, or anything, alcohol far outweighs well, all of those things because it's far more available. Yeah. I can go to but, the corner so and get ten, to do is, ten, So you want to bring get heroin out there so we can do but, it. Well, well, but your argument is that alcohol is not as bad as heroin. What I'm going to tell you that heroin overdoses tend to affect one person. But you I, drink and you start beating on your wife, you're affecting somebody who is not yourself. But it's also, but it's I, I, it, to I me, it's more pulse. similar to the. Um, there more people die in car crashes than plane crashes because more people are in a damn car than are in a plane. No, what I'm saying is when you do it, heroin, you don't fight. When you do, but when you do cocaine or methamphetamine or, or acid, sure, meth is a TCP. People get jacked acid. up and people they start beating the acid. crap out of people. They so. flail. They don't fight. You don't go fighting people. You don't. People with acid. acid. You don't go out and go no, like go acid, and give her a fight. Well, you know, actually, we've had a few guys who've been by, and they were they were swinging. They were. I was yeah. kind of surprised. Usually, but, it's the fat salt yeah. that gets but the, crazy. The whole yeah, but the whole. The whole thing is, I don't know, just willy-nilly the idea of just, you know, every, everything's available to you all the time. It's not going to make the situation better. I think step one, and I think this is a reasonable place to kind of bring this particular discussion to, is legalizing marijuana. The Denver experience. Great. We all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Recreationally, not just yeah, medicinally. Yeah, yeah. Um, was shown to bring the heroin overdose rate down by, depending on which literature you look at, 10 to 25%. That's a switch. That that's a accommodation I'm comfortable making. The biggest thing is how, how you them. how you I, regulate it. Yeah, I, or not regulate. My but, experience would not. Yeah. I, I don't see the evidence to back that up. I, I think if you were to look at the numbers of alcohol abuse victims, yeah. that you no, alcohol, and, and, again alcohol, as someone who has worked in an ER, you, you argue more for outlawing alcohol, but we know how that works. Well, right. <laughs> I know, but as a constitutionalist, <laughs> I'm looking at anything that's not yeah. reasonable. And, you know, political philosophies aside, looking at it as a physician, it's not a thing that I would think would be particularly productive. But the Portugal 
data is showing us that you well, you legalize everything and people overdose less. Yes, Portugal again is a very. Small... We can learn a lot from we Portugal. Can learn yeah, a lot. I, I absolutely. But, you can extrapolate you data to, to a point. Yeah, you you have to remember that the one you're talking about a, a Western liberal democracy that is fairly well resourced, and you're talking about a much smaller addict pool than you would be talking about in the United States. We probably have not ten times, but two, three times more addicts in a given city than Portugal has in its entire country. And they are Maybe multifactorial. We are, you know, it's a, um, it's just, it's a good starting place, but it is not a directly transferable experience. And I say that from because I'm looking at it for just that reason. You know, mm -hmm. so looking at it, say, you know, the 10,000 addicts in Portugal are not, it's not going to go to the 100,000 addicts. I'm just going to go back to I don't think it's the government's right to tell you that you can't. Yeah, and that, that's I understand you know, your your viewpoint. You know, that is that's the yeah. foundation of our country. Right, and you that's know? from your standpoint, I get that. But from yeah. my standpoint, more use is not a good thing from a yeah. physician standpoint. I think if uh, less people were drinking alcohol, less people would get beat up. Uh, you, <laughs> I would not have gotten beaten up not too long ago. But yeah, I'm yeah. with you. But um, you know, if you look at all, if you look at mm. I, I wasn't really beaten up. I mean, I held my own. You should have seen but the other guy. Yeah. Let's say ninety percent of all EMS clinicians that are attacked. Mm -hmm. I would say ninety percent of them are alcohol related. So if we make the uh, cocaine universally available, you can pick up a six pack and a line of coke. Yeah, co I've never been attacked by a cokehead. Not one time. Now crack. You haven't lived. Haven't lived. Right, right. But coke. It's for the party. Mm -hmm. look, look at all those guys from Wall Street. They weren't fighting. They were. Doing the other thing you do with the search of the death. You know, they don't, you're not fighting. But the point is that you can't make the argument, oh, well, this is dangerous compared to this other thing, when obviously the other thing has well, much bigger effects over Again, they're the all argument. dangerous. We have tried to outlaw, well, right. we're, we're not well, doing a very good job of any of it. Prohibition didn't work, has not worked at all. Yeah, they, since the war on drugs, mm -hmm. what's our use of, of drugs? It has gone up, from as far as I understand, the data it's shows. Steady state two percent. But like heroin, know. opioids have gone. Yeah, the heroin. Way yeah, up. Oh, well, that actually that's it's part of its accessibility. Yeah, sure, but the, we've had the war on drugs since. The well, 80s. here's then here's your here's your. Well, Elvis, I guess. Okay, so think about this then. Okay, so in part of this is CMS, all right, Centers for Medicare Studies, decides that pain is going to be the fifth vial sign, right? right. So yeah. they and the secular group, right? They push these narcotics out. So after a fashion, they're doing what you're saying is they should be more readily available. And what do we see is this has happened now. Let me finish this point. Yeah, go ahead. Right, so they're, they're pushing this stuff out the door because we know that of the 72,000, first it was 30,000 and now it's ramped up mm -hmm. to 72,000, 60% of which are going to come from prescription pads. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. So yeah. we've made it more available and the, and the overdoses have gone up. So in your paradigm of saying, let's make it readily available because we're doesn't what that mean what that was the see first it? thing I said, though? You have to be educated. And what were we These not? were not, you know, they, 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 have, they have the little thing. They have no, the no, 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 inserts. No. Everybody no. reads the insert. Oh, look, up. Yeah. That, I will argue, and I think many people would agree with me, that there were many physicians who acted unethically, mm -hmm. who prescribed opioids without giving people the real, we all know we have to be real, realists. No one's reading that, right? Mm -hmm. I don't go to a doctor. But realistically, do you think anybody's listening to the education? But are you thinking they were doing it? So I would say at the end of the day, whether they did it or they didn't, it would be a great study. But 
Well, I think we can know that they're not because I can doctors tell you, are going to jail right now. Yeah, I can, and, and they should, yeah. right? But every time, I mean, and this is, again, this is a 40-year career now, so this is every time you try to educate somebody, they hear what they want to hear. Sure. It's it's my most favorite thing in the emergency department when I said, when you sit there and you ask somebody, when did your pain start? Well, you know. But well, I was my... born in the summer of 82. Sure. <laughs> and you'll get this complete non sequitur of like, when did your pain start? Well, you know, I've been taking this medication. What? No, that's not. People hear what they want to hear. But if, in my world, if kids are getting educated about drugs and marijuana is, if your options are drink, or alcohol, marijuana, heroin. I would think a lot of people would assume the two, the first two. Or right? a stain. Well, 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 no, but I'm saying they're going to use. People, we have, the, the data proves people are going to use. Whatever we do, people are going, going to, to use. use. No, that's they, true. They are going but to use. So select. We, but you feel if you for, educate them, not so has the just say no, and the <laughs> more you know, and every health class in the United States is yeah. wagging a finger at these people going... Narcotics are bad. Right. Have, has anybody in the so, last 30 years gone through high school? So what we're or, saying is abstinence doesn't work? But the, abstinence education but doesn't work? But have they not educated? Have the schools not educated on drugs being bad? This I is was, your brain on drugs. No, I mean, so I mean, when right. I went through, I mean, I, I, I went through this. I grew up in the time when the war on drugs started. You did, too. Yeah. When you went to school, you were not taught about the drugs. You but were are you they to, now? But I don't. That's what I'm saying. We need to be doing. I think is they didn't teach you to a certain point. They are when, when the I effects went to, that the drugs have on your body. But and, they just all drugs are bad. This is what they taught you. All drugs are bad, right? And and you shouldn't have sex. Those are the things you were taught, <laughs> right? You both are working out excellent. Both are working out great. So, you know, but we never talked to Bristol Palin, abstinence educator. Yeah, we have no <laughs> conversation about. Okay, here are scientific research driven facts about what marijuana does to your body here is what kids are smarter than we give them credit mm, for sure. right and in high school you never you never sit down and say hey kids here's what heroin does here's what meth does here's what all of these things do that is education that is making informed decisions just I telling them think they drugs are, are bad well but we don't know the data yet we don't know how right. that's going to work out but all right do you think you one do you think you could ask any kid right now who could give you an answer? If crack cocaine is a good thing. If they would go, yes, they know it's a bad thing, and you say, well, we have to cocaine educate a how it works. But we know well, they're going to use so, it, right? Well, just to finish the point, though, is say, okay, we don't explain to children how thermal transfer works, right? So we don't explain to them how heat transfers and damages tissue, but they know not to stick their damn hand in the flame. Well, I'm, I'm talking more. I'm talking more high school kids, right? Right. We're but talking. Do you think kids. any high school kid right now doesn't know that drugs are bad for them? That doesn't. That's not my point. My point is that they would, instead of being using heroin, if we made them all available, instead of using heroin, they would choose marijuana. They would choose options other than. It, they it's can like, do that now. Well, or, not legally, but in my world, but they see legal. their community, their quote unquote role models who are using it and getting away with it, whatever it is, and they're like. I might as well do it too. But it's not heroin. You're not seeing the bull, role models bull using crap. crap. The, you know, the, the kids know right at this point that these drugs are bad for them. Sure. Well, right? again, and they still, we don't they have, have the choice to. We use have these no ones. information on the new, the younger generation, right? We we're looking at my. It's our generation yeah. right now that's in the crisis, right? Your generation is too old. 
you, mm. your generation has. has They've either no, died off. They have either died off or they moved remember on. Remember that what gets addiction going sometimes is is post procedurally you get a well, sure you well, get a surgery and you okay. get hooked. There are if you had an option, older addicts. There, there, there are. are they usually die off if they start young. Right. But you know what's the life expectancy of somebody once they start using is what maybe it's under ten years. Sure. But people, you know, start using when they start getting the surgeries and yeah, but that, age. yeah, the average age is in the thirties. Yeah, it's my generation right now that's using, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That we are the addicts. That's... But the younger ones are coming up. I've, I've sure. had overdoses in but kids I, who I think are we're 15, not, 14. I, I think we're not giving. Well, again, in my world, all things become legal and we educate. Not so now doctors but, can say, hey, you have pain. Here's marijuana. Here's and, ketamine, yeah. you know, we, which we have, we know ketamine's uh, better for the patient yeah, than, than they have an opioid. on ketamine and right. all And we can't even forget our ailment. But, but the, the that's a concentration idea, issue. You know, sure. when, when we, we start saying like, oh, if we educate, educate to what more than saying like these are gonna hurt you? They know this, they and they still choose to use because they're getting to it not from a choice standpoint, but they're starting to, you know. They, they start to either experiment or they get on it because they've had a procedure and they start we're, to use the drug. We tell kids not to drink. Mm-hmm. We and they hammer drink. kids not to drink and drive, right? Yeah. Hammer them. Smoking but, is the, young smoking is the gateway. Sure. And it's, yeah. I, I think, you know, when they talk about the that gateway thing. drug thing, right. young smoking, you start smoking young, you've shown a proclivity to want to break the rules and that's going to carry through to alcohol followed by marijuana followed by the harder thing. I so would say alcohol is the gateway actually. Smoke, early smoke. Every time okay, I but, talk to somebody hmm. and I say, do you smoke? And if they say no, do you drink? No. I know they're not going to do marijuana, cocaine, heroin. I know that. So every time I do my I, social history. I drink and I don't patient. care. Mm-hmm. Marijuana, heroin. I was right. say, I no, started but, smoking when I was like but my 16. my point is, if they do the first, if they say the first two or no. What, I, all right. I would say alcohol mm-hmm. because more, especially you get to that age and alcohol becomes the social norm, right? Mm-hmm. It it's smoking the part of it. Smoking it's, has gone away on its own, right? Like the, the economics of smoking is right. it's down. But it's also it's not everywhere in your face, right? Like we've what we've a, talked about before. You couldn't watch a movie in the eighties without somebody smoking a cigarette. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they used like my grandfather. He didn't smoke until he went to war, and they were like, "Here, take these." Yeah, you yeah. know, like that. Get some gum in the cigarettes. And right, that's a big thing that's changed. And some M and M's. Yeah. For for my money, and again, this is my this is my end of one. You know, sure. but I've seen however many thousands of patients. Yeah. I know when I do the social history, if it's do you smoke, do you drink, if both of those are no, I know it's going to be marijuana, cocaine, or heroin. Ninety five percent of the time, ninety nine percent of the time, we're going to be negative. Yeah. If you tell me that you smoke or you drink, you know, uh, and I find out it's at an early age, these other ones are more likely. You know, marijuana. Well, usually, I'm, the, I'm the, agreeing the, with you, but this, I'm saying yeah. alcohol is probably more than the smoking. Yeah. Especially now. With these kids now, I think alcohol has become yeah. more and more of the thing. But you get to college and you drink. Yeah. And, I use and smoking, and, by the way, is vaping is an equivalent. Sure. Yeah. Well, vaping is a whole thing. But we yeah. have kids who overdose on alcohol a lot. Yeah. I would say more people would overdose on alcohol than any other substance. Yeah, but 72,000 people are not dying from alcohol overdoses. Right. They'll die of long-term problems That's like cirrhosis. You're, you're, and I, I'm going to call you out right now. There's more than 72,000 people dying of alcohol overdoses right now. Acute alcohol mm-hmm. overdose. Yes. Acute alcohol overdose leading to impact with a tree. Impact okay, with no, now that's a, that's a, I'm talking about an alcohol overdose, not an alcohol caused accident. That's a whole different thing. But it's an overdose of alcohol that caused an accident. 
We can't. You can. We can't separate okay, so the, the debts, right? You, we, we have to. If we somebody to, has a point zero seven and drives into a tree, technically that's not an overdose, and they have done the same thing, right? That's buzzed drinking, as they call it. Buzzed I'm talking about a guy drink. sitting in his his apartment and he's drinking a bit. Yeah, how many people actually drink themselves to overdose? Now, if you want to crank in mechanistically, hold my beer. Yes, okay, that's true. Alcohol is implicated in a huge number of accidents, and when you're on heroin, you tend not want to move. That's true. We've also had people name lines of cocaine get on a motorcycle and drive themselves into the side of a building. Sure, yeah. Right. Cocaine but the, do the same but thing. the point is, pharmacologically, it's a lot harder to overdose on alcohol in a single sitting than it is to overdose on heroin. I agree, but I don't think you can separate the two things and have a real conversation. So, Because you well, really have to take in the fact that alcohol has all these effects outside of just drinking. Alcohol is the one that hurts more people besides it yourself. Hurts, yeah, it hurts the family, but as does heroin. You know, find mommy and daddy overdosed or whatever in the car. The, sure, there's some like psychological yeah. stuff, but the numbers are lower. You know, I think we should all become Mormons. I think that'll work. Mm, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. It's just magical underwear. I have been alcohol free for a week. Well, that's pretty good for me lately. Good for you. <laughs> so I'm gonna go home and have a glass of wine and go to bed. So that's right. It's been a long. It's been a long podcast too. It has. <laughs> we might it has. This could go on. By the way, we're not solving it. No. We, we know that sitting at the table, we can't solve it. No. We wish we had but, the answers. No. There is one step though that could do harm reduction, and that is the legalization of marijuana. Which, because by the way, there is, there is evidence to show that that works. a house bill right now to legalize marijuana federally. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fine. Like I said, it, it's I, it's not something that I would raise in opposition to. I think there's some harm reduction involved, and there would be a price to But you to still play. have the crazy people who do say we shouldn't legalize marijuana. And you know. there's a flat earth thing you shouldn't vaccinate. Oh, and flat earth. There's no climate change. <sighs> Can't move off of the flat earth. Yeah, they were going to have actually the climate change deniers thing out, and I think it was Venice, but that didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you, did, did you see that? Yes, in Venice, they, they voted... To not yes, affect climate change, and then the flooded. room that they were flooded. voting in flooded because of the floods in Venice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, is that, here is your freaking. Sign. I know you don't believe in like, God. Is that come on? Come on. Come on. Well, give it up for the big guy. What's instant karma? Yeah, that's instant karma. <laughs> that's. Nope. Uh, climate change isn't a thing. We're not going to make changes. <laughs> Why are my splash. feet wet? Splash. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, it's because they didn't jiggle a handle. Right, and then people, all, all these people are like, well, why is Venice flooding? Well, you build your city with aqueducts. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, yeah. that was, that, man, that, that wasn't even my subject. This was just, yeah. just, I'm just going, this is just one giant rigmarole this is, of fun. Yeah. This one you can call the gaggle. So. <laughs> I, hope, I hope folks have a great holiday season yeah this, this is our this december, december post so enjoy your christmas and new year safely please yes. stay off the roads if you're drunk hopefully you get a you get a present so the cat doesn't come eat you yeah watch out for the uh the goblins that are coming after you yeah it's keep an wooden, icelandic thing keep your wooden spoons okay. safe yep uh, yeah your Santa pot's claus is coming huh yeah Santa claus yeah yeah, yeah make so, sure you leave some stuff on your pots so that was the, actually uh, going to be my topic pot liquors can come get those yeah, and get to it what is it in Leave Iceland? Your... They give a book in chocolate? Or is that what that is? Or... That's part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a whole... I could go for oh, yeah. There's 12 different dwarfs of dudes. 13. 13. 13? Well, the cat. Yeah, the cat, cat, cat yeah. 13. Yeah, I don't know. I, they may have gotten into the narcotics, folks. I'm really not sure. No, so. yeah, listen, last year. But... Yeah. Uh, be good to one another. Be good to another. Please yeah, enjoy your year anniversary. Um, I don't know what your year... I, we've got to figure this out. Yeah. Like, yeah, so. But uh, be safe. 
be safe. Seriously, these holidays, be safe driving. Yes. Um, weather sucks. Alcohol plus weather plus moving vehicles. Badness. Bad Badness. Times. And does yeah. not, does Thanksgiving not help is our, the our mental health for, for, for driving service. night. No, the night Halloween. before. Wednesday night before Thanksgiving Four. is the number yeah. one drinking night in the country with the most drunk driving incidents. And if you do go home and see your old crew for Thanksgiving, you used to do cocaine with them in your 20s. Remember, you're in your 50s now, so don't. don't. <laughs> Just no. if, you're not a, if you're not a professional, don't try this at home. Do exactly. not try this at home. If you haven't used it in a while, you're not going to have the same tolerance. So please. Just don't. Yeah, that's all other. Have some topic. smarties. All right. The number of people who ever does after rehab is a terrible number. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Be good to one another. Take care. Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. That's our.